Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. Obviously, we want to become part of your pre-match routine, which I'm sure we are by now. You know where we are. We preview every game in the weekend. Please like us on your podcast network. Follow us, leave a review. That would be much appreciated. So you are joined by me, uh, Graham Bailey. You can get me at Twitter on at Graham Bailey. You can get him, Craig underscore Honeyman. And Craig, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, really good, Graham. I've been enjoying the football last weekend. I've enjoyed the Champions League this week. So all good, my friend. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting heating up towards towards the World Cup, aren't we now, Craig? We're getting lots of um, lots of injuries news now, isn't it? Where even yeah. a little tweak here and there, the World Cup's in doubt for players. Obviously, we we seen Rhys James go off injured in midweek. Information is that he's okay though, which is a huge relief to everyone. I'm sure um, Gary Southgate will be asking Chelsea to wrap him in cotton wool from now until Qatar. But that's the same for every major nation around the world, isn't it, Craig? Now where bosses. Yeah, you know, and it's a bit of an unusual one, isn't it, Craig? This is the thing with the Winter World Cup where you don't get that month to six weeks run into the tournament, do you? Where you no. get players who are maybe injured on the last week of the Premier League season and then you get a little bit of a break, don't you? Now, if you get injured just before the break, you're going to miss the World Cup. Yeah, it's... Look, it's, I, I, it's, it's one to get used to, isn't it, Okay. I think as, as well, Graham. historically, we as a nation, we've been cursed, haven't we? We've had like the Rio Ferdinand, David Beckham, Wayne Rooney injuries uh, pre-World Cup, the, the, the famous metatarsal with Beckham. And look, whilst Beckham and Rooney made the World Cup, uh, neither performed anywhere near the level. Um, and Ferdinand, obviously missed in South Africa, was a huge blow. Um, real elite, uh, world-class players. <sighs> I guess we don't have real elite world class players anymore, Graham. We you know we we're a very functional team. Uh, if, apart if from want... me, well, apart from Reese, Reese is world class now, isn't he? he is. Yeah, I, th- I think he's got the potential to be world class. I, th- I think if you if you look at the two the you two don't players, think he's world class now. I think he's he's still got potential. I think he's still getting there. I think he's he's only twenty twenty one twenty two. I think I think Kyle Walker and Harry Kane are our two. Most important players, our two, if you like, world-class players. Um, and then we've got others on the next next level down, like Raheem Sterling, Reese James, that you know were touching it. Um Declan Rice. I think I think the the one the one that really we look at now, Graham, and, and he, he scored again, didn't he, midweek in the Champions League that we look at and we we have he's getting hyped, but there's a lot of hope around him, is Jude Bellingham. That he has the potential to be a genuine world class midfield player. Um, and he, he does look a sensational talent. Well, yeah, Bellingham and Phil Ford, and obviously, play wheel upgrade. They both seem to be hitting the form at the moment. They really are both standing out, produced some wonderful performance last few weeks. And uh, we'll see whether that's enough to get them both in. But we'll uh, debate England as we do all the time. Just before the World Cup, another, uh, what, a month to go before the yep. World Cup announced? Something like, before the squad announced? Something like that, anyway. Um, one player who will be going to the World Cup, Craig, and will be playing a major part is Kylian Mbappe for France. Obviously, there's um, it's been confirmed this week. I had to report on it as well. Um, he, he's not happy, Craig, at PSG. He's made it known to the owners. And this, is, this comes, what, six, less than six months, four months after... Um, deciding against moving to Real Madrid, and he signed a new, not not a short term deal, but a mid length deal, doesn't it? Was it two and a half, three year deal he signed? Three year deal, yeah. Um, and it, it's come out that he, he's not, he's unsettled. Obviously, he, he would get to sign that deal. 
a move in January isn't going to happen. You know, no, nobody's able to sort the deal like Mbappe out and let, unless they let him go out on loan, which they won't do. And it, it's one for next summer where Real Madrid, um, it probably depends, a lot A lot will depend on Benzema, Craig, if he's still going strong. You know, he's the favourite for the Ballon d'Or, which I think he just fully deserves. He was sensational last season. You know, they've moved, instead of signing Mbappe, they signed Chumani. They're looking at Bellingham and Endrick, we, we believe is long-term future targets. Do you think, Craig, in your opinion, obviously, it, this is a bit of a shock. It hasn't, shock, it hasn't shaken me to my core, Craig. I, I'm not that shocked by this because PSG seems to be a few issues there with Messi possibly leaving at the end of the season as well when his contract expires. But do you still, do you think that Mbappe now will be talking about him next summer in terms of Real Madrid now where we didn't think we would be? I think he'll leave, Graham. I don't, I don't necessarily think he'll go to Real Madrid. Um, it, look, it, 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 it's clear that PSG have taken a different strategic direction since the summer. Um, the appointment of Christophe Galtier. Um, they obviously this week as well, Graham. They they took a a stake in um, Braga, Braga. Yep, yep. In, in in Portugal. The recruitment over the summer was less superstars and more functional players, um, which I, I do believe that Galtier has had a as a as a key part in. Um and and look I'm I'm told, Graham, I don't know if you're told this as well, that Messi will return to Barcelona in the in the summer. He has another year left on his contract, but there's a break clause and that's that's what he wants to do. So I'm going to keep an eye on that massive. Yeah, I told, yeah, I told the Barcelona are doing are already doing the homework on that and putting putting their finances together to make sure they can do that deal. Yeah. yeah. So so you so you look at that and you think could could they lose? And look, it's going to be after the World Cup, which everything that PSG has done has been geared up to the World Cup. Mm. Everything. Um, we'll, we'll be past the World Cup in the summer, so could could it be feasible that? Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe all leave PSG at the same time. I, I think, I, it's, yeah, I think it's a real chance. Two of them, anyway. I, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure where Neymar will find it would find a home. I think, interestingly, Craig, you know, we're going to come on and talk. We're going to bit, bit of a Liverpool special today. We're going to deep dive into Liverpool a little bit, and and you know, I think, I think we will see in terms of PSG losing these superstars. I think that might tie in. Um, I don't know what you think, Craig. Maybe more Salah's name will start coming up in conversation, especially with PSG. Yeah, well, it depends if if they're going away from that model, Graham. Um, and and, and one... it was a model though where where he, do you think there's been they're giving Bappy a lot of power? He's got his say on a lot of things. Where and for for me, Craig, as a 24 year old forward, he's just he's got he's got too much on his. He he should be he must be looking at, at Man City and Haaland. Haaland's going there. He's concentrating on his football. New teammates, new manager, and and currently he's the best player in the world, best striker in the world. And Mbappe's just got by staying at PSG, he's almost got the 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 responsibility levels or the you know the all the different tangibles of a thirty five year old. He's he's not just playing and enjoying his football. He's not he's he's too embroiled in the club. If you know what I mean, I think I think that's yeah. a bit of regret. Where if he'd just gone to Real Madrid, he could be focusing on becoming the best player in the world, which he's more than capable of doing, if not already. And I think I think he's probably thinking as he took too much on, Greg. Yeah, I think I think. I think... He does look like the weight of the world on his shoulders every time he goes out on the pitch. He argues mm-hmm. with his teammates. He argues with the referees. Arguing with the coach. Yeah, he, he's got he's got pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, the the deal at PSG. So he gave him Graham 
you and I know that they were desperate for him to be involved with PSG come World Cup time. Yep. So that, that's why he's got this... With the Qatari sponsorship, etc. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's all about soft power. It's their soft power player to go to Qatar and, and say the best player or one of the best players in the world is playing for Qatari-owned PSG. Yeah. Uh, so they've got Lionel Messi... Um, Neymar and Kylian Mbappe that, you know, we, we expect sitting here, Brazil, Argentina and France to get to the latter stages, if not win the World Cup uh, and PSG will will be owning those those players' registrations. Afterwards, I think that dynamic changes, I really do. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And, and, and no, there's just some reports in Spain saying Real Madrid aren't interested, but, you know, Craig, Fontaine Perez, and, and and let's not forget that there was no falling out between Real and Perez. PSG is a different matter. But when it comes to Perez, Real Madrid and Mbappe, they were and Madrid was so classy in the way they handled themselves, Craig. And I think Mbappe remembers this. He knows this. He's friendly with Perez. They became good friends, apparently, over the course of it. You know, they, they spoke to each other when he, when he confirmed the rejection, etc. And I don't think we can forget that, Craig. You know, and And, and I think... If Mbappe is available, I don't, I, I don't think we can rule Real Madrid out one, one iota. And they've been so sensible. Real Madrid, you know, them and Man City, the way these two clubs are being run now, and the way Perez is running this club now, Craig. You know, he, he, he spoke to Sir Alex about having the legacy and stuff, and that's how he's built Real Madrid last year. I'm so full of admiration for Real. The way, the way they go about things, you know, Craig. You don't see, obviously, every club has leaks, etc., and about transfers, but the, the it's the demeanor of Real at the minute, Craig. They're so they are the aristocracy of European football. I mean, they, they, they are how how a club should be, how a powerful club should be run, Craig, you know? I think mean, it's so nice the way they're, not nice is the wrong word, but so professional the way they're doing it. And hey, we'll, we'll have to see how this plays out. And I completely agree, Craig, obviously this Qatari thing and the Qatar own thing, it, it's going to play out. And um, I hope it doesn't get messy, Craig, but I suspect it might get a bit messy, this one. Yeah, I think so. Back back to your point on Real Madrid. Um, okay, we mentioned this last week. I, I believe that Vinicius Junior is now one of the best players in the mm. world. I, I, th- I think we can put him in that. Uh... You're totally right, Craig. And that, and that probably plays a part. Mbappe is seeing. You're right there, Craig. Totally. He's seeing Haaland, but he's seeing the likes of Vinicius Junior, the way they're being treated yeah. and managed. And that must play a part in him thinking where he must be thinking that if I was there, the way they'd be managing my career now. Yeah, there'll be loads of pressure. Of course, as you're playing for Real Madrid, there'll be loads of pressure. But the way they're helping the situation, and you do wonder how much help is he getting at PSG? Yeah, the, 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 the way that, that Real managed his integration, where he mm. obviously claimed from Flamengo, where he was perceived as this superstar. Sam for Real didn't pull up any trees, did he? he? He played for Castilla, did really well. And then they started to integrate him into, into the team, whereas now he is... Arguably, their their main man. Um, I do respect how they operate as a club. Um, you know, Perez is a is is a master of the arts in in terms the of the way they changed up, Craig. Because there was that Galactico thing, just throwing yeah. money at the situation. Yeah, I think it was that had that Hazard transfer really changed it. Where it was yeah. like, we've got to stop doing this. We've got to go and buy the player. At, at the at the at the source like Gr- Trumani, Gr- like yeah. Trumani before did they yeah. let him go to Chelsea wouldn't they and then yeah. bought him three years later yeah I mean the the, the best indicator of that Graham is is the man who scored for them the the ninety minute equaliser midweek and got a, a bloody eye bloody nose bloody head was Tony Rudiger 
who you and I last season heard over and suggested that he was the best central defender on form in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, certainly Mm -hmm. was in the Premier League, and they signed him for free. And I think that that, that, that looks at how Real Madrid have changed their recruitment philosophy uh, from paying over 100 million for, you know, let's call him what he is, Graham, the absolute flop, absolute flop um, that has been Eden Hazard. He, he has been. I think I think I think that's that one transfer, Craig. Where you know we know Neymar turned the way the way the Paris thought about the Brazilian market. He missed out on Neymar, made sure he, yeah. he wasn't going to miss out again. But that Hazard one, I think that's, that was the one deal where he thought, right, we change the way we do this now. We totally change. Yeah. Like like for, like like we will see with Drew Bellingham where they're in for Drew Bellingham now. Yeah, they're going to have to pay a lot of money for him, but they they want to get him now. They're not going to let someone else go somewhere and pay three or four, play for three or four years, and then buy him at his peak. Yeah. They do, the, the way they're operating now has changed, and I, I totally respect. I totally admire the way they're doing it now. Yeah, it's it, it's almost different, isn't it? Cause Barcelona obviously signed Coutinho, <laughs> yeah. and then then yeah. continued on the the spending spree thereafter. And they're um, not learning the lessons either. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing, you know, um, links. Bernardo Silva, obviously, we think will be going there next summer, but then yeah. they're being linked after Canton, Jorginho, and the signed Lewandowski. And you know, Joe you know Craig, even with Dembele, Rafinha, in Messi, if, if Messi went, you couldn't rule them out going for Mbappe because no. some you do, and, and I don't think any club operates like the playing football manager, Craig. But sometimes in Barcelona, you do think that to just if a name comes up, they just go for it. It's, but we just said that's what that's what Real Madrid did, didn't they? In the yeah, yeah. 1990s, yeah. And, and it's like they've adopted that approach now. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they paid a fortune for Rafinha, who is struggling, let, let's call it as it is, in, 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 in Barca. I think, you know, they must look at these these players that have paid massive fees from, from the Premier League uh, and some of them really haven't worked out. They, the Hazard, no, Coutinho, no. and, and, and now with Rafinha struggling. And, and look, let, let's look at the young players they have in, in Gavi and Pedri. I think they're their two best players. And then you add Ansu to the mix and you know they've got three of their, their, their best young, players. Dropping drop Frankie de Young as well. Yeah, so. but I'm, I'm looking at three of their best players, Graham, have come through their academy. Yeah, exactly. That's what Barcelona should be, though, Craig, isn't it? It's, I mean, to be fair, Pedri was signed in, wasn't he, from Las Palmas? But still, yeah, but they brought him through. Yeah, yeah, not hundred percent agree. But hey, we'll come to Barcelona um, in a bit. Well, we'll touch on touch on them now, Craig. So that's the Mbappe situation. Barcelona, in terms of Champions League, we've seen teams have varying results. Barcelona on the verge of going out, Craig, as we said last week, and they lost it into last night. A team they drew, they drew with into last night. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. The um, last last minute Lewandowski goal. Oh yeah. Um, and but obviously they're still struggling to get through, aren't they? But a team who didn't have a bad result, Craig, and the great results was Liverpool. They came from one 0 down to win seven one. Um, yeah. Talking points, a lot of talking points. Okay, yeah, win it. It was a good, good to win at Ibrox. Um, obviously, Mo Salah started on the bench for that game. Came on and scored a hat trick, as we've seen with um <laughs> It's been been a, tr- a bit of a theme this year, hasn't it? If you if you rest a striker and then bring them on, they're scoring hat tricks. We saw Son, and then Salah went even better. Was, was yeah. it a six minute hat trick last night? Um, six minutes. So we wanted to talk a bit in deep dive about Liverpool a little bit, Craig. Their situation. They're currently tenth in the Premier League. You know, I said a few weeks ago. You know, you can't win the you can't win the Premier League in October, but you can lose it. So let's start there, Craig. Um, Jurgen Klopp last week stated that he he has ruled Liverpool out the title yep. um, challenge. Um, obviously, it's a bit of posturing, I believe, but I actually 
do I do, do I still consider Liverpool title contenders? I am um, no. I I don't think I do either, Craig. Yeah, you you don't you don't see no. them as title contenders anymore. No, they've got they've got ten points, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you know Arsenal have got um twenty four, Manchester City have got twenty three, Tottenham have got twenty. Mm-hmm. You know Chelsea have got sixteen. So you 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 look at. Is it is it, how much of it, Craig, is because Man City is so good you don't see them dropping hardly any points? Is that a major part of this as well? Yeah, if, if, Graham, I think we, we we've spoken this on the pod in, in 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 previous months and 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 last season we did on a regular basis the, how close it was between City and Liverpool and over the course of something like four seasons it was something ridiculous like three points between them, you know, mm-hmm. in, in terms of where where they were. Um, well, it was December, wasn't it? If you remember in December last yes. year, in December last year, it was a three-horse race before yeah. Chelsea dropped off um, with injuries to James and Chilwell. It was yeah. so competitive, wasn't it? And yeah, um, I, just, I, I, I just, I just think Liverpool need. Come on, come on, Man United were on, on at the top, Graham, and 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 Ferguson would would kind of change things up and build a new squad of players or, or add three or four key. Players to the first team, not squad players, not first team players, mm-hmm. uh, and how Wenger used to rebuild his teams. This is Klopp's first challenge now, because he's got he's got to rebuild um, part of that. It's, it's of that. that. Do we believe in the seven year itch? Which obviously is um, a, a freakish a freakish fact and stat, isn't it? About his every seven yeah. years he leaves the clubs when it goes wrong. Um, I don't see Klopp leaving anytime soon. You don't do you, no. you don't you think he'll give this a go and try and. Obviously, recapture the um, listen. Where is it going wrong, Craig? Where is it going wrong for him? I think the squad, the recruitment, um, you know, the the, the, re- the reality is the midfield is getting older. You know, um, Milner's 36, Thiago's mm-hmm. 31, Jordan Henderson 32. Um, you know, injuries. Uh, and and let's let's call it right. Naby Keita, I think he's a wonderfully talented footballer, Graham, but he hasn't had the minutes on the pitch consistently to to prove that he's been a value for money signing for, for Liverpool. And hasn't Naby Keita? Interesting point you got, Craig. Craig um, hasn't played the whole season, which is really strange because um, obviously it coincided a little bit when it ended the window. There was reports and rumours that is. That is um, German-based agents who were looking to move him on, they weren't happy, etc. And talks still haven't produced a new deal, and he still hasn't played this season, Craig. I think he's been injured, Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's lots of little things. There wasn't one he didn't have surgery no, it or anything, did he? It is the. I think the signing of of Arter as well, Graham, was a. You know, it was late, wasn't it? In the window, he's. It was a, yeah. It wasn't a panic buy, but we need to. It's clearly not fit. It's clearly um, not fit. Yeah, and obviously they try to sign you. We knew we wanted a midfielder, Craig, because in June, July they were trying to sign you, Manny. Yeah, um, and they that, thought and they thought they had him at some point. So clearly they knew they needed a midfielder. Yeah, they need, but they don't need a, they need a world class midfield player. Yeah, you know? sure. And, yeah. and 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 that's so so I'm looking at Liverpool and looking at players that are in. I we we know that they had an interest in Mason Mount. Uh, and when things weren't looking great at Chelsea, I, I did wonder if that could happen. Mount going to 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 Liverpool, I think personally they should have signed someone like a James Madison of that ilk. But also, I think they needed someone 
you know, a Jude Bellingham or a Declan Rice. Look, look, that that's the level of play mm. that I'm talking about for Liverpool. Is there Obviously, a case that they've never replaced Philip Coutinho? Which I still trans, trans I still prescribe to that. That I, I think they've been missing that little bit. I know Jota helped helped fill this in, but I just think there's been that little bit missing X factor in the final third at times. I don't think the final third's a problem, Graham. I, I genuinely don't. I think I think the problem is the middle of the park. It's the energy. So, oh, I totally, totally. Yeah, what I mean by that is is Liverpool have been the best pressing team in the in the Premier League, right? And to press, you need real ridiculous levels of 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 energy, um, and and also the ability to play numerous games. Uh, so not mm. not just. Not just have the energy in one game, but to play three games a week and have the same level of of, of energy. Um, and you know the players that have played there so well, so so well. The likes of Jordan Henderson, you know, he doesn't seem at the same level anymore. Great, he, he genuinely doesn't. And sometimes players get to a certain age, uh, and this does happen, um, and and the form drops significantly because the bodies can no longer do what they've done previously. And that's not a criticism. It's just a. It's just a the way players are when they get older. A consequence of that midfield press. And also, we, we, we take Mane out of the press, Graham, who was one of the best, the best uh, at, at pressing. Firmino is probably the best forward pressing player in the in the league, maybe in Europe. But if, if you take them out, because oh, it was almost at time that Salah was given that job off, wasn't he? What he Salah doesn't press to the, to the level that others do. But what, what that's meant is when, when the midfield are not pressing, when they don't have the forwards pressing as much, is the pressure comes onto the defence. So all of a sudden, you know, exposed and, and really exposed, um, obviously, is Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-backs. He plays a high line. So if if teams are coming at him and, and Liverpool aren't pressing, you know, he's getting the ball in areas where he can be massively, and we're seeing that week in, week out. And then the other one that's had a tough time is Virgil van Dijk. Who's also a, a year older, Graham. And we know he's had that horrendous injury. You know, I don't think he's back to the same form he was before that injury, personally. Um, but you add to that the fact that he's not given that same level of protection in front of him. And you know, it is a it is an issue for them. And and also Andy Robertson hasn't started the season well. I know he's been injured, um, but Simicas is is almost challenging him now for that. That left back spot, um, which I didn't think was possible a, a couple of years ago, um, but the the real issue there's there's not a great deal of competition for Trent Alexander Arnold or Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah, for me it comes down to the midfield, um, the the central the central midfield. I think has been pretty much woeful this season. I think, as you say, with the legs, I think Fabinho is looking a shadow of his former self. Um, James Milner. Your question, should James Miller really be pushing for a first-team spot at Liverpool? And and if so, that's got to come down to the manager and recruitment, as you're saying. Obviously, they've missed Curtis Jones this season. They had high, huge hopes for him this season. But injuries are part and parcel of Premier League football, aren't they, Craig? And I say it's about yeah. the squad. And, you know, it's all very well Carvalho and Elliot coming in. And as you say, it's not really a massive issue for them in the final third. They are going to score goals. Um, They've got that there. But for me, as you say, Kurt, they, they wanted two Marnie. And it all comes back to that. If you wanted two Marnie, you didn't get And I think it's a bit of um, stubbornness on, on Jurgen Klopp's part where you, we didn't get two Marnie, best young holding defensive midfielder, et cetera, box-to-box player, however you want to describe him, in Europe, one of the best young ones. We know that. He went to Real. But if you wanted him 
and he would have come. And if they got him, Craig, he'd be playing first team for Liverpool. So there yeah. was obviously a gap in the first team at that point. At that juncture of the window, they knew. So the, the, you've got to go looking elsewhere, Craig. Yeah. And obviously he started, if I can't have Chumani, I don't want anyone else. Okay, that's fair enough. But you've got to be able to cover. And I think that lack of, you know, and and who could have foreseen Fabinho not being informed the way he is? Henderson has dropped off. And that, and that does open the defence up, Craig. I think they've taken on a lot of the blame where it is the midfield. And one player, Craig, who I know you're not, you, I know you've had your opinions on him in the past. And I've said this week, uh, and, I said, and it really shocked a few Liverpool fans. I think Thiago has been a massive, huge flop for Liverpool. A massive flop, Craig. In 52 appearances for this type of player, Craig, in the Premier League, four assists is simply not good enough. It's simply not good enough. And he came in, Craig, with this. He came in from Bayern after he played. It was a Champions League final he played, and he was like, started the show. He was amazing. Yeah. For Liverpool to get him, you know, he was coming in as one of the best midfielders in world football. And I just think he's he's he stank the place out, Craig. I think he's uh, he hasn't lived up to expectations. Yes, he's a good player. Of course he is. He literally was one one of the form players in world football. And I just don't think he's done it since he's coming, Craig. And I think that causes issues as well. I really do. He he should be taking some of these games that they've drawn and lost, Craig. Thiago should be taking hold of. I'm not saying you can. no one player can win a game by himself, but he needs to take more responsibility, Craig. He's a world-class midfielder. And and, and and if Paul Pogba can take the blame for some of United's performances, I think Thiago should take the blame for some of these Liverpool ones. I really, I really do, Craig. You know, Fabinho and Milner are what they are, Craig. They were never world-class performers, but this is different for Thiago. He came in with that reputation. I don't think he's done it. And as you say, Craig, we've gone from need. They've gone from needing that Chermani player. Where did they go from here, Craig? Can can they do anything in January to solve this? In January. Um. And what, what's your opinion on Thiago? Listen, Graham, I, I, I was privileged enough to watch Thiago play at both the Barcelona Academy and play for the Barcelona B team, right? Mm-hmm. I met with his father, um, who is the Brazilian Mazinho, as you know, um, when he was when he was a, a, a Barcelona B player. Uh, and, and he made it quite clear. He had no interest in that time moving to the English Premier League. He, he wanted to come through at, at Barca. And his coach at the, at the B team at the time was Pep Guardiola. Um, the sporting director of Barcelona at the time was Zubi Zaretta. Uh, and I called Thiago as the best young player in the world at that time. Um, I think go back on my social, you'll see comments about that, you know, going back what, um, when he was 17, 18, so uh, 12, 13 years ago. Now, the reality is he hit certain level at Barca without becoming a superstar grip. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he then he then moved to Bayern, where he really became a household name, I, I would suggest. Um, and then oh, she's moved to Liverpool. I'm I'm shocked at that that he's only got four assists. He's all he's only got um two Premier League goals for mm-hmm. for uh Liverpool. Now he's never been an outstanding goal scorer. What he is, is he is an outstanding football technician. Mm-hmm. What he doesn't have is the high energy press that we have previously associated with Liverpool. He he is wonderful, a composed, fantastic on the ball. He can pick passes out some others could only dream of. But at times in games where it, it, he's really up and against it, can when 
Juan Sebastian Veron was at Manchester United, Graham, and you know was one of the best technically gifted players in the world, but just struggled with the pace uh, and power and physicality of the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think I see that in Thiago. When when he's good, he is very very good, uh, but when he's bad, Liverpool are bad. And he, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily make them tick. So when he's good, Liverpool aren't necessarily brilliant. But mm. when he's bad, Liverpool are invariably bad as well. Is that me? I, do you agree? I, I, I've never seen what Liverpool... I, I, I can't remember had any games where he's got hold of the game and won it for them, you know? There's been numerous games where he's controlled the game for them. Numerous. You know, but, but what I'm saying to you is the, the other side of the game um, that... Not necessarily his skill set, uh, and and let's be honest as well, Graham. He has had his injury problems too over the years, mm-hmm. so he isn't as mobile as he once was, and he's not the most mobile either. So if you, if you come if you compare him, for example, right to someone like Bernardo Silva, there is no comparison. Bernardo Silva, week in week out, is consistently excellent for Manchester City. Thiago has some brilliant games has some good games, has some average games, has some very bad games. But like I said, my opinion is that when Thiago doesn't play well, Liverpool don't play well. He's been, he has been, it's um, obviously I call him a flop and I stand by that, but he's been disappointed I, for Liverpool? I don't think he's been a flop, Graham. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's been sensational. I think he's been average to good. You know, he's not, he's not blown me away. Mm. Um, you know, he was sensational. But you talk about that Champions League final where he's man of the match. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, I think obviously, yeah, yeah, it, and that was the one just for he joined Liverpool, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And uh, but to, look, I'm, well, I'm a big so, fan. So, so, I, don't, I don't think he's hit the heights. So, but you know, back back to Liverpool then, Craig. This is there anything they can do in January? Do you think? And do you think they'll do it in January, or do you think they'll wait till the summer? Um, I think they'll wait till the summer so that the. I, like, like a cigarette, I think they need world-class talent and I don't think you find world-class players available in January. Do you think we'll see a bit of an overhaul next summer, Craig? If we carry it, say if we finish, if, if it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? If we finish top four, maybe, but if we finish outside the top four, which at the start of the season, Craig, wow, unthinkable. If we do, do you think we might see a bit of um, a mini-revolution, maybe um, a bit of an overhaul in the squad? Yeah, I think they need it, Graham. To what I was alluding to when we yeah, talked yeah, earlier, yeah. I, th- I think they need. In terms of more, I was thinking in terms of those ones you mentioned, but in terms of a more salary excess, because if they don't get top four, how can they hang on to more salary? They can't. They can't. They can't. Right. Uh, do you think, and do you think they will get top four, Craig? Yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah, and I agree. I think look, Nunes is going to take time to adjust. Mm-hmm. The injury to Diaz is is really unfortunate, but. People were lauding Diaz last year, Graham, saying, oh, you know, Manny, you can't even know he's missing. This season, dear me, Diaz has been okay, yeah. but they're oh, really miss Manny. It was last they're season. Really yeah. miss Manny. Oh, they're really miss I think, and, and Joe, what hands up, I didn't think they would miss Manny. I think you probably did more than most, Craig, but yeah. fair play to you. I, I didn't think they'd miss Manny as much as I have, and I don't think Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool thought they would miss Manny this much. I agree. I don't think anyone did. And I think it's the unselfish stuff that Mane does. How how hard he works, the runs that he makes, the for, ni- that he for make- ninety for ninety minutes as well. For Craig, 90, not just, yeah, no. not just the sixty. Those, those last ten minutes where he had so much of an impact in the last ten minutes, didn't he? In the game, great. And, and and one of the things that, that, that and and 
I've not really heard many people talk about this. The, the real difference between Mane and Diaz, right, is Diaz wants the ball into his feet to take people on, to dribble with the ball, to travel mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. What Mane wants is the ball played in front of him for him to open his legs and run, right? And what that means is that defenders got to play 10 yards further back, right? So everyone was playing 10 yards farther, further back against Liverpool when Mane was there. Because Mane was on that side, Salah was on the other, and whoever was through the middle didn't really matter, right? But when you're playing Diaz, he likes the ball into front. He's coming 10 yards deeper to receive the ball. So which means that the opposition are 10 yards further up the pitch. Mane is the biggest miss that Liverpool have had uh, in, I, I, I want to say, the Premier League era. Mm. It's, um, and Joe Walker, I think with, I think Nunes, I, th I, th I, think, I think they miscalculated, you know, I think knowing Nunes come on, coming, coming into the club, they should have said to Mane, listen, you can go on a free in 12 months, but we need you to help Nunes yeah. settle into the Premier yeah. League. I think they've put too much pressure on Nunes. Because if you had Nunes there now, Nunes in 12 months with, with Mane and Salah, I think it would have made a huge difference. Yeah, and the player that's really stepped up, Graham, is, is Firmino. Roberto Firmino. He's back, he, to, he, back to his smiling self, isn't he? As we said, he is. have you seen have you seen that clip, Craig, last night of him? Give the ball. Shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, and 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 that, I said I was told at the start of the season. I didn't really believe it, but um, yeah. But as you said, the last third isn't isn't particularly the problem for Liverpool overall, is it? No, I just think the dynamics change, Graham. So yeah. that team, it, it's it's easier to defend against, mm. right? It is easy to... Because if you know someone's going to get the ball and dribble at you, you know where you can stand and you can double up on them, right? If the ball is played into space and and, and a player is travelling at speed, that is so difficult to defend against. It really is. And, so you do... And, you and play it's all three departments. So now, like we, we thought in the summer, maybe they needed one. Some There's issues, not so much in the last third, as I think Nunes will come good, but... There's issues all over the park at the minute for them, isn't there? As you said, as you alluded to, Van Dyke's not. You can point. There's barely anyone who can take anything from this season, is there? At the moment, apart even the maybe the youngsters, Harvey Car Elliott, Car Harvey yeah, Car Carvalho, been... Carvalho, and Elliott have both stepped up, haven't they? Yeah, I think I think Elliott's been. I'd be their best midfield player. Uh, Firmino's been the best forward, no doubt about that, Graham. He, he, and and like you say, you know, he's got he's got that wonderful smile, Bobby, hasn't he? And it's uh, it's nice it's, to see. As we're talking about them, though, Craig, I do. You know, I've you know, I picked them for the title. I literally tossed the coin between them and City. Um, but it doesn't surprise me how good City are. Yeah. I think Liverpool. I think you know if. As we discussed off part, Greg, Newcastle are an interesting team. If they do stuff in January, they could challenge for top six. Yeah. United are there, Chelsea, um, Tottenham and Arsenal are playing really well. And Chelsea uh, are looking improved under Potter, to be fair, and they'll be doing stuff. There's a real there's a real battle for Liverpool to get top four. A massive battle. Yeah, listen, there is. Gen gen genuinely. As is, you said, yeah. they're ten after after eight, nine games, they're ten points behind Tottenham. Yeah. And, and then you then you look you look at City's recruitment. The the, the, the Harlan, put Park Harland to one side for a second, Grim. Mm -hmm. The signing of Gomez, right? Brilliant piece of business. What about Manuel Akanji? You know what a signing he's been. He's, he's, playing, just he's, he's, he's playing well, but I must say I, I did a story about him today. Nathan Aki. Was yeah, that and, and Pep said afterwards he wanted that left right in, so he's going to get a lot more. Aki, Aki's had interest actually, recent interest from the likes of the UVs and Bayerns because that left foot's an hour, but he's playing. He said he had his struggles the first two years, but he looks like a Man City player now. He really does look so much of a better player this season. It looks it, yeah. And again, Graham, when, when 
with all due respect, when you play for Man City, your, your first and foremost not really being a defender, it's being comfortable on the ball and the ability to play. Mm. Uh, and it's it, that's his biggest attribute, being comfortable on the ball and his, his ability to, to play. And he's, he's coming into his prime. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on it. So that's our bit of the deep dive on Liverpool there. Uh, um, we'll keep an eye on it. It's going to be a talking point for us this season. It really is. And I think that's going to be, you know, that obviously we both, we both perceive that the, the title may be done by Easter Craig. Um, I I think City, City will do, but I think that battle for the top four, Craig. I honestly, I honestly would struggle after City to name the next three teams, which is great for the Premier League, by the way. Because this yeah. is bit of, to name the next three teams, you wouldn't really put a lot of money on it, would you? That I can I can guarantee it'll be Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, or no. Man United. Chelsea. You couldn't guarantee the next. It's going to be fast. It's going to be brilliant for the Premier League this running. Green, the, the, the team that could benefit most from the January transfer window could be Newcastle United. And and the, the reason I say that is because there isn't pressure on them to mm. sign world-class talent. So they can go and sign players from that next tier down that mm. may be, you know, Arsenal, Manchester City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Manchester United, Liverpool wouldn't sign, right? But would massively improve Newcastle United. So I think they're 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 in with an outside chance if they get some if they get their recruitment spot on in January. Don't write them out. I've got I've got my little bet having the Craig with some colleagues at ninety minute. I had a little bet that Newcastle would be the top finish in United. I think yeah. I'm in with half a chance. Yeah, and listen to put to put things into perspective. When we talk about Liverpool, Graham. Right? Mm. You know, we've been talking Everton and their what we were calling early doors their shocking start to the season. How bad they've done. Everton now have got the same amount of points as Liverpool. I was just, you know, I just spotted that because I was looking at West Ham as well. Craig. And by the way, can I just say, West Ham, if they can carry, they're suddenly, if they can get Paquette and Skamaka playing well, yeah. Craig, wow, yeah. they're, they're, they could eat. They're, and, and, and do you know what? They, West Ham have bought as if they are a top six team, so they've gone for it now. So yeah. fascinating Premier League. And, and a fascinating Premier League. Let's get to it now, Craig. Let's start with previous yep. to the weekend. The Premier League really is. Um, shaping up lovely at the minute. It really is um, from top to bottom. Yeah, maybe if Man City do win the league at Canter, so what? The the rest of it is fascinating and it's so well placed. Yeah. Um, on to Friday night football, Craig. We have yeah. we are in West London at the G Tech. I got it. The G Tech Community Stadium, uh, where Brentford are hosting Brighton. A fascinating game. This one, yeah. Craig. Um, Brighton Deserby uh, looks as if he's. Doing okay there, Craig. Yeah. Nice draw with Liverpool, narrowly beating off Tottenham. I think Deserby's a very good appointment. He suits this sort of team, Craig. Brentford, on the other hand, Craig, are showing an absolute collapse of form. Um, it was amazing that the beat the beat leads in one of the best Brentford performances I've seen. Yeah. But then they've come back three in the Arsenal, draw with Bournemouth, and they were absolutely walloped by Newcastle, Newcastle last yeah. week, which came from from nowhere, not that Newcastle aren't playing well, but for Bournemouth to lose to five is very un like. Now, they're facing a Brighton team who were um, in seventh place, Greg, still in seventh, yeah, Brighton yeah. doing very well. Uh, Brentford are in 11th, one of these teams in the middle of the table on 10 points. Do you know, Brentford, we haven't really talked about, we haven't really talked about anyone in terms of relegation candidates and stuff like that, Craig, but Brentford are one of those teams who have, they're one of the teams who are, will probably, I presume, will be in mid table most of the season, have to be careful. And it's a game like this that they can't afford to lose, Craig. Yeah. 
Yeah, at home against Brighton, they need to take some points. I'm not sure they're going to have enough to win this game, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, being impressed with Brighton um, so far. Defensively, they're very well organised. I'm going to Ivan Tony scored six Premier League goals so far this season. Um, I'm sure this is going to be a one-all draw, Graham. But, but it's, uh, it's early doors. But I, I do think Brentford will be near to that bottom six this season. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think when we start pre-season, you know, there wasn't many teams who were. It were going to be down there, but you know, the, given the stats that Bournemouth and Fulham have had, both yeah. are above Brentford, they have to be careful. I'm going to say nil nil here, Craig. I think it'll be two teams who, especially bought Brentford, will not want to lose this game no. to Brighton, who they probably see as potential candidates down there as well. So, I, but I don't think they'll lose. I think it'll be a nil nil, entertaining, but still nil nil. Yeah. On to Saturday, we have the early kickoff, which is Leicester City hosting Crystal Palace. Again, a really interesting um, matchup. This one, Forest Leicester last week. Sorry, Craig, who staggeringly managed to lose at Bournemouth after taking the lead and yeah. two late goals after their brilliant win over Forest. Yeah. It, it and then Palace, who responded brilliantly from their loss against Chelsea to beating Leeds. This is a um, I just Brentford Leicester is so I I, I get frustrated. Looking at Leicester's form, Craig, I can't imagine how frustrated Brendan Rodgers is even watching this team. On the, yeah. He must see that team on the training ground and think, wow, this is probably one of the best teams I've ever managed. And then the, on a Saturday, they produce some of these performances. Um, which Leicester turns up here, Craig? I'm going to say I'm going to say Leicester 2-1. I keep giving them a benefit of a doubt because I love so many players in this team. I'm, I'm going to give them a benefit of a doubt again, Craig, and say 2-1. But this is a tough game. Yeah, I'm going to say 3-1 Leicester, Graham. Um, I think Leicester's attacking players. We're still uh, on this Leicester bandwagon, Craig. They're doing, the, they're doing the best to kick us off, but we're clinging on. Yeah, it's not, I, I, I think they've got Madison, Barnes, Daka coming in now. I think Vardy, Vardy's looking a little bit short um, so far. I'm sure he'll bounce back at some point, Graham. He just looks a little bit short of confidence right now. The... The, the, the big issue for me, Graham, when I look at Leicester is, is they've conceded 24 goals, mm. which is more than anyone else in the Premier League. And I I, I know this is going to be, sound really simplistic, Graham, but part of the reason I believe is, and the main the main reason is, they haven't got Kasper Schmeichel anymore. 100% Instead of agree. Got... 100% agree, Graham. I think, I think they, don't get me wrong, I think Danny Ward's okay, but they shipped Schmeichel out far too quickly for me and I was shocked that the way it happened so quickly, yeah, he wanted to go, but 100% agree with you, Craig. I think that's a major issue. I, I, just, I just look at Danny Ward, Graham, and, and he's, he's only played one season of football mm. at Huddersfield. He had... Half a season at Aberdeen. That's it in his entire career. Uh, yeah, he, he was very high because they paid, but they paid 12, 10 million, 12 million quid. Yeah, yeah, double figures for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Grim, it, it, it's just one where I look at and go, he's never played in the Premier League before. Never, ever. Right? And all of a sudden, he's in a team that's struggling and he's been asked to, to marshal that defence. And we know that Casper was very vocal. Um, and, and did marshal that defence. I think that's a, that, that's a big issue. Um, I think they he's, he's been actually dropped at Nice. Yeah, I know they'll sign over here. They could, yeah. uh, do you know what? They could do a lot worse than I bringing him back, right? I, th- I think they will sign a goalkeeper in January, Leicester. I think that that'll be their major acquisition. Mm-hmm. And and so three one. You you've obviously covered that yeah. already. Three one. Uh, on to Fulham Bournemouth, Craig. Here, wow, this is a big game. But yep. Um, 
eighth and ninth. I think if we said these two would be 18th and 19th, that's what we'd have thought maybe at the start of the yeah. season. But well done to them both. Eighth and ninth. They really are giving it a good go. Um, Fulham, they've had two horrendous results, really, Craig, um, on the back of the Forest to win. The, the, the home loss to Newcastle yeah. was just... I think that was just one of those games, Craig. But and the defeat to West Ham, I think West Ham are the league table never lies, Craig. But I think West Ham really are a top eight team, top seven, yeah. even top six. I think once the Macker and Paquetta kick in, I don't think losing three one to West Ham, they won't be the last team to suffer that. No. But Bournemouth, um, and we talked about this off pod, Craig, didn't we? After after that nine nil and Gary O'Neill's taken over, and we still the new Bill Foley will be in place. My understanding next 10 days he'll he'll be in charge. Obviously, the the hunt for a new manager is ongoing. Um, and I suggested to you, um, Craig, I think Gary O'Neill um has almost got a job in not in the bag, but I think he deserves it. But it's a game like this where not his, his good work won't be undone, Craig, but it, they can't afford to to let to give up on that form that they've got. You know, they can't think the job's done already. Yeah. This is a big game for them. They're more than capable of getting something at Fulham here, Craig. Um, and do you know what? I'm going to look at the form table, Craig. The form table tells me that Bournemouth are capable of getting the point, and I think they will. So I'm going to say two all. Yeah, I think Fulham will be back to winning winning ways. Um, Gary O'Neill's done a good job there steadying the ship. Um, after that game, Graham, where they, they got absolutely walloped by um, by Liverpool, didn't they? If you'd have said to me that you know, a, a month later they'll be above them in the league, I'd have laughed at you. Uh, I, I genuinely would. Um, that's they haven't why lost we, since then, Craig. Very, no, that's you, why, so impressive. That's why we love football. They will lose mm. at the weekend. Mitrovic, um, back at the cottage, will be on the score sheet and they will win 2-1. On to the three o'clock game. Um, managerless Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Nottingham Forest, who are no yeah. longer bottom of the table. But hey, thanks to their draw with Aston Villa last week, they are bottom of the form table still, just not bottom of the league. Uh, Wolves, um, Julian Lepetiju turned down the job this week, Craig. Um, he has a few issues back in Spain, his father's not well. And to come out of the job, yeah. like at Seville, which was a big job, and to take over another club within days, I always thought it was a big ask for anyone. Um, so I think, as it was told to me, um, from Lepetiju's camp, it was the right club, just the wrong time. So yeah. they're still looking, we'll see who comes in there. But Wolves, you know, they're one of the teams who needs January massively, Craig, aren't they? They need they need January massively. Their current run of form isn't good, Craig. But you know, Man City, West Ham, and Chelsea is a dreadful run of games to have. Let's not beat around the bush. That's a yes. tough. That's a, that's a tough. It it's is. A, it's a tough um, set of fixtures, and they're against a Forest team who. I I still they look so disjointed, Craig. This team to me, yeah. I thought against Villa, you know, Villa went to. Disappointingly, I think Villa went there for a point and got it. Which, hey, you know, a, a Premier League point isn't a bad thing, so I'm not going to be overcritical of Villa in that one. But I think Wolves are just too will be too good for us. The players, the one to eleven is just far, far superior, and Wolves will win this one two 0 Great for me. Now, the one thing that really alarms me, Graham, is if you look at Wolves, the sheer lack of goals. Mm. They've, they've, they've only scored three goals all season. Uh, it's that goal score the, and the, the injuries. You have to feel sorry for them. Don't we? we have to feel a bit sorry for them. Yeah, with Kalad's edge and, and Jimenez. Yeah. Um, and do, do you think Costa could be that man? He looks he looks in decent nick. To be fair with. 
Um, I don't think he'll be a goal scorer for them, Graham. I don't think he'll score more than five goals all season for for them. He, he's he's not that predator that he once was from from yesteryear. No. I think uh, getting Adama back in the team is key because he he'll, he'll on transition he'll break the lines. I don't think there'll be lots lots in this. Um, in, interesting. Joe Hodge came on. Um, former Man City youngster uh, last week at halftime against Chelsea. Wonder if he'll be involved. Um. One nil to Wolves, mate. Uh, I I I just think Forest look a mile off it, absolutely miles off it. We do, we do. It's it's worrying, isn't it? We don't look. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Emmanuel Dennis played last week, but he, and he scored, but he didn't look on it, did he? But we'll we'll see, we'll see. Forest, um, we'll be hoping to get it right at some point. I just think defensively, defensively, the vulnerable group. Yeah, yeah. Surely they won't be doing anything in the Forest. Will be, uh, that that. That could get, Graham, it, but, get to but, hilari- hilarity positions because Forrest have sacked their recruitment staff this week, Greg. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll probably be the most active team in the in the January transfer window. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I think they'll move players out, and I think they'll move players, and I think they'll have. I think their total number of transactions they'll have the most in January. Do you think they need to? Like no. in terms of players out, but no. like, yeah. Wow. No. That- well, that sounds good. I, I, as a transfer, Joe, that sounds good to me. Plenty of plenty of inches for me to write about. Great, great. But, look, uh, if, if if they're in the bottom three, which I believe they will be, come, they'll throw a bit of money. January, out. They'll throw money at it to steal because the the level of in, they've spent over one hundred and forty million. I I think they they're well capable of spending another forty fifty million uh, to to try and stay in the Premier League because relegation would be disastrous for them, beyond disastrous. Yeah, because they're, they're spending the money already, aren't they? What are they yeah. going to make for it? Um, on to the last game on Saturday. There's only four games this week on Saturday. Great. Tottenham hosting Everton down at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, soon to be renamed. We understand well, Google and talk. Google. Well, there's a few of us here. I, I've, heard that, um, I've heard Amazon are still in talks as well. And there's a few of the companies who are um, in talks for those naming rights. But obviously, Daniel was the way he's been waiting for things to pick up and the uh, bidding battle to start. So I suspect yeah. that. But Tottenham who um coming they had a nice win over Brighton, winning midweek. They were obviously disappointing at Arsenal, but I, I, I yeah. think there's a few factors behind that behind that one. Um they're hosting Everton, who yeah, proving very hard to beat, you know, even Man United, there was a disappointing one for them, Greg. I think they could have easily got a point from that. But that's Everton's season, you know. I think they'll be active in January, don't we, Craig? Um yeah. doing a few bits to get to be more of a Frank Lampard team, as it were, but yeah. I've been tremendously impressed by Frank able to mould a defensive unit. Not something we would associate with him previously, no. but he, he's no. showing his he's showing his credentials as a manager, isn't he, Craig? Which I think yeah. is hugely impressive. Um Tottenham. Oh, um, this should be too good for Everton, really, Craig. Um Charleston in form. All their all their front men are in form. Kane Son looks so good in midway, didn't he, Craig? He looks absolutely yeah. one of the best players in the world at the minute on that form where he's coming. Uh two nil Tottenham Craig and um we didn't touch on Juve in the Champions League Craig. They got oh, beat off Maccabi they got beat off Maccabi oh. Haifa. Now um I've done piece on, on, on this before. Um Conte back to Juve has got to be a huge worry for Tottenham, doesn't it? Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah and he hasn't signed his new contract yet either at the no. club at Tottenham. No I agree. I, th- I think the biggest risk to Tottenham Hotspur is Juventus Football Club coming and taking their head coach away? Um, that that is their biggest risk. Um, you can sort of feel it in the in. You can talk about when we talk about Tommy Seater. You can sort of feel something uh, like not that they're in talks, but you can sort of feel there's something happening, can't you? You can sort of feel there's murmurings and stuff. You, yeah, you right. get that. You get that feeling, don't you? Yeah, listen, I, I, 
Do you know what? I'm, I, it still does my head in, Graham, when people phone in radio shows and get on message boards and Twitter and socials and say, this isn't the Tottenham way. We're not playing the Tottenham way. I heard a few fans say that. Yeah, what, what being, being impressive, you mean? <laughs> I'm like, what, 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 what do you mean, being being in the top four? Um, you know, being being qualifying for the next stage of the Champions League. Look, yeah, being, defend... being, a, being a threat in every competition you're playing. Yeah, that yeah. isn't the Tottenham way. <laughs> no, it, it it just annoys me a little bit. And and you know, what would you rather would you rather lose games and and go out and entertain? There was and some saying that, wasn't there? Yeah, I did yeah. hear that as well. Saying, oh, the football's off. I'm not doing this. Well, careful what you wish for. Yeah, I think it is careful what you wish for. Um, you know, the, 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 I take your son point on board. We are huge son fans. We really are. That finish. I just thought that that saw that finish last night, and that was that was up oh, there with with, with ha- Harland and Bappe. Son. He's sensational. Oh, it, He's sensational. Amazing. You know, I've suggested for a long time that Liverpool, City. Imagine United, this. I just I was watching that, Craig. I was saying. Yeah, he, he he's not getting these links anymore. He he isn't. But imagine like when Sil when Bernardo Silva does go, and I don't think he'll get linked. But you know, it, you could drop Phil Foden in, and then imagine putting Son where Foden was. It'd be, oh, it'd, be un- it'd be unbelievable. It would be unbelievable, Graham. And and look, it was it was only a few weeks back that pundits and Tottenham fans were calling for him to be dropped altogether in favour of Richarlison. Yeah. And and we, when we spoke on the pod, I did say that I I think that. Um, you know, the, the the one to be dropped would not be um some would be Kulisevsky. But I, I would like to see Kulisevsky at wing back personally. But that's a but that's a great thing, as we said, about having those four available, Craig. That's yeah. t- that's what took Tottenham onto this next level, Craig. Having that yeah. ability to 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 say to son, if you're not doing it, you're on the bench. Kane, you can have a rest or you're on the bench, which I, that that's the beauty of having a world class squad. It is. I mean, it, it, back to this game, Graham. The what the and we will give Lampard huge credit. Um, Everton have only conceded nine and Tottenham have conceded 10. So a Frank Lampard team has conceded less than Antonio Conte team. That will be reversed at the weekend as Tottenham win 2 0 and Son, Kane, Richarlison, Kulisevsky, etc., put them to the sword. Yeah, John, John Pifford's want to keep that. I suspect that he might be one who, uh, Tottenham had to all eye to solve their goalkeeper situation yeah. next summer, but that's one for yeah. after, afterwards. Um, on to Sunday now, Craig, we've got five games. I'll be attending one of these. We'll get to that in a moment. The first game is Aston Villa hosting Chelsea on Sky. Talking of murmurings, Craig, you know, Villa and Steven Gerrard, it keeps coming up. Um, but you can see from their last six results, Craig, 1-0, 2-1, 1-0, 1-0, 0-0, 1-0. As we said... Did, did, you, did you watch the game Monday night? I watched uh, big chunks of it, yes. Um, yeah. I think they went there for the point. I think they went there for what they, they went to get a point, Greg, and that's what they got. Yeah, there's a few few weeks back and I watched Villa, um, was it Villa-Southampton? I said it was the most boring game I've seen uh, in, in recent times on the Premier League compared to the Middlesbrough-Charlton game from yesteryear, which was horrendous. Um, that Nottingham Forest-Aston Villa game nearly put me to sleep. I was so bored watching Villa. Um, the, the only player, the only player, and, it, and he was the only one, uh, for me, that looked a level above was Jacob Ramsey. Mm-hmm. I thought he, I thought he was the best player on the pitch. Thought he, he, he ran the show. He ran midfield. Uh, so many abject performances. They just can't get a tune out of Coutinho, Graham, which is a is a worry. It's almost like he signed that long term contract now. He's not, he's not on on loan. He's not, not on trial anymore. He's, he's, he's there. It um, looks to me he's a bit disappointed by, you know. 
Coutinho came in. They, they got Coutinho done. They bought Kamara and they bought Love. Villa on a high, but then they didn't. You know, as we said our long break, it's a glaring. It's glaring what the issue at Villa is. So you know, I mean, Graham, listen, I I think you solved that now. I think you drop one of those two and you put Cameron Archer in. Cameron Archer came off the bench and did more in. Was he on the Was he on for twenty minutes or so? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, he did more in those minutes. Yeah. He did more in those minutes than. Then Ollie Watkins, and there's a reason you stopped Cameron Archer going back to the championship because uh, virtually I, I would say probably ninety percent uh, of the championship would, would take, take Cameron him. Archer. Yeah, uh, if yeah. not, if not, if not more than that, if not every yeah. single team in that yeah. division would, yeah. would and would and inquired about him. So yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he, it's taken this long for him to have a sniff, greedy Craig. Yeah, me too. I'd I'd, I'd get him in. Why not, Craig? Yeah, because um, you know. We saw. I just don't. I don't think that you know. And I think January. I think I'll be hugely disappointed for Villa and Gerard because I think Gerard will last till January, Craig. I really do. Um, yeah, me too. But I think if they don't get that striker in, Craig. Um, but I, I, I think it's a strange game, Craig, because this the Villa fans. Unfortunately, I think you'll see a similar type of performance from Villa to try and combat this Chelsea team. It's whether can Graham Potter unlock Villa on the day. I am. Um, I'm not sure that we'll be able to. Yes, I am. Two one Chelsea. Two nil Chelsea. Comfortable, comfortable. Villa won't lay a glove on them. Chelsea score two comfortably. Uh, the game I'm attending, Greg. I'm working at Leeds versus Arsenal at Ellen Road. Two o'clock kickoff. Interesting one. Arsenal flying. I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing Arsenal in person. I'm. You know, I thought they were um very good against. Tottenham, I thought they put in a, a good performance in Liverpool. I, I still a little bit of me, Craig. I get I'm still a bit frustrated with the way Hazus is playing against some of these big teams. I, I'd I'd love to see him a bit more just as that number nine, but hey, I'm only picking because I can't fault Arsenal really. They've been great oh. all season. Um it'd be interesting to see how Leeds cope with this, Craig. I think Leeds are in a horrific run of form, Craig. And do you know what I yeah. I haven't seen much of Leeds this season, Craig. I'm looking forward to seeing Rocco and 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 Adams in midfield. Um, I think Leeds with it. Oh, I cannot see Leeds getting anything from this game, Craig. Neither can I? No, no. It's going to be two in the last. And I think it's just too good. And I think the form. And I and I say that because I think Leeds' form worries me. So I'm going to say two in the last one. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Leeds, Leeds look a little bit toothless, Graham, to me. Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think they recruited well in the summer, um, but they really needed a, a striker. Um, they've, they've got the Italian boy in. Will they unleash him? Let's wait and see. Um, I think Arsenal are on a, the crest of a wave. Um, part of that wave is is Gabriel Martinelli, who's been in sensational form. Yeah, uh, and and Bukayo Saka. Hats off to our good for our mutual friend Janino, the man, the man yeah. who uh, brought Martinelli through. Yeah, uh, at Ituano. Yeah, listen, I, I, and of course, Graham, they've got you know the Kevin De Bruyne that isn't Kevin De Bruyne and Martin Odegaard. The nearest thing to Kevin De Bruyne in the Premier League is twenty-three-year-old Martin Odegaard, who is getting. I, I agree with you. I don't think he's getting enough attention. I think whereas your your good friend Zaka, he's playing well. I think he's being overhyped a little bit. Whereas I think Odegaard isn't getting the hype he deserves. I I, Odegaard is playing incredibly well, but yeah. I, that won't bother Odegaard. Though. No. And Joe, what, Craig? I think his mentality. I think they've got ident- not identical, but very similar personalities. Where Joe, you know what? De Bruyne doesn't care, he doesn't win player of the month. Odegaard doesn't no. care. They know they are that good. Yes. 
Yeah, I think he's he's a leader, Graham. He's captain of, of Arsenal now, isn't he? We know he's captain of Norway. He's just a, a proper man. He's a proper football player. They'll have far too much for us. How are Norway not at the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, that's a real frustrating yeah, one. That, that's a real frustrating one. Talk um, about a golden generation, do you, mate? Yeah. Um, but we'll see him, I think we'll see him at Euro 2025. And if we don't, I think we will. If we I think don't, we will. do you, mate? Three, um, three, three in the last little grip. I'll see goals and we're like, that's good. Um, on to, to another one. Um, the Manchester United hosting Newcastle United at Old Trafford, Craig. Yeah. Um, Man United, who are still, you know, they just remind me of a misfiring F1 car, Craig. Um, there's a, there's a, you know, there's just something, there's something there, but at the same time, there's something not quite right. Um, it was a good win over Everton. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like Ten Hag, it, it, like, he makes he makes a road for his own back sometimes, Craig. You know where he's not involved in Casemiro, Ronaldo at City, but then then they are involved. Like like make your I mind know. up, mate. It's like you, you either rate them or you don't. Uh, and and that Everton performance showed that you probably might have been able to get something more at City. But anyway, it was a good win at Everton. Ronaldo seven minutes of goal. Congratulations to the goat. Yeah. Um, sensational stuff. I think he'll start. At, he should start this game. Will he, he Craig? I'm not sure yes. as well, will he? Um, against Newcastle team, Craig, who are absolutely flying um, with great wins over Fulham and Brentford. And I know, yeah, Miguel Almiron doing okay. Yeah, great. I like long. Almiron, Craig. Yeah. I like Miguel Almiron. He's okay. But the main reason Newcastle are winning these games is because of that world-class midfielder they've yeah. got in the middle who I, at the start of the season, predicted would be in the PFA team. He's the reason I predicted Newcastle would be top finish United. Bruno Guimaraes. Wow. Um, I never thought in my lifetime, Craig, I would see a Brazilian midfielder in the northeast who potentially was better than my the love of my life, Emerson. But we get, we're getting to that level, Craig. <laughs> and he's in the black and white. Bruno, um, wow. He's just he's doing exactly what Newcastle hoped. He's delivering in every which way. Do you know what? I think he is currently the second best midfielder in the Premier League after De Bruyne. You know, on form, that is. On form. And I think Newcastle are going to win here, Craig. I think Bruno Guimaraes, wow. as as Emerson used to do. Do you remember, Craig? Emerson used to go to Old Trafford and, and love it there. He used yeah. to dominate. And I think Bruno does the same. And Newcastle win 2-1. I'm trying to reminisce for a second, Graham. We, we remember that 3-3 draw at Old Trafford when Middlesbrough played, uh, the Juninho, um, Emerson. And Roy Keane used in, to hate in, playing against Emerson. I remember listen, that, that, that's, that's my point, Graham. I was just about to say... That Emerson absolutely dominated Roy Keane. Um, on, on to Bruno Gimaresh. I think he's currently the third best midfield player in the Premier League, behind Odegaard. Oh yeah, and, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the three. Imagine that as a, imagine that as a midfield three, Craig. Whoa. That'd be a joke. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I I can't believe that when Newcastle signed him from from Lyon. Um, and my knowledge of him at that time wasn't anywhere near what it should have been, right? I'll, I'll be completely honest. Um, I, I, I thought he was just a bit of a holding midfield player. Um, the reality is he's far, far, far more than that. Um, we talk Emerson. He's he's far superior to, to Emerson. He's on a different planet. Watch him, out. He's on a different planet to Emerson. I can't believe that City knowing that they needed a midfield player and eventually signed Calvin Phillips. Can't believe they didn't go for him. Can't believe that Man United didn't go for him. Well, Arsenal can't believe the ones that, that fall too bid for him yeah, and they didn't go yeah. high. I can't believe that Liverpool didn't go for him. I can't believe that Arsenal didn't follow through um, on, how, on their initial interest. So actually, actually sign him. He'd be so good at Arsenal, wouldn't he? 
Listen, he's so good at Newcastle. He's there. He's their best player by an absolute million miles. I think this will be a good game. I think there'll be goals in it. Um, you know, we we did predict Graham, didn't we? Before we knew where he was going to go next, that Anthony uh, would score goals wherever mm-hmm. he went. That he'd play that right hand side role. That he'd come in time and again on his left foot, and it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to stop him because you're going to get his shots away, similar yep. to what Mares does, similar to to what Salah does. They've just got that knack of mm. of making that yard of space, and before you know it, the ball's in the back of the net. I think he'll continue. His, I think he's scored in every Premier League game he's played so far, Anthony. I think he'll keep that up. I think United are going to win this three two in a in a brilliant game. I think Botman, yeah, needs to be at his best, and I think that's where. I think Newcastle, maybe not this January, Craig, but come next summer, I think they will need that extra um, top-class centre-half. Yeah. I like the boys over there now for doing the job, but I think you need more than just Botman in there. And to, to, to be a top-six team, anyway. We'll give credit to someone you've been banging the drum for for a long time now, um, and, and you genuinely have. Dan Byrne, how well is Dan Byrne? Yeah, incredibly well. I said incredibly well. I, and I was surprised that... It, Botman, it should be Botman and Burns for me. I've said that since the start, Craig, and I was surprised that Shaw was getting so many look-ins, to be honest, yeah. um, etc. But I think Burn, yeah, if if Anthony is cutting in, he's the one to do it. And he, he did good jobs last season against the likes of... And we, and we think, oh, Burn, he won't be able to mark Anthony. But you know what? He he, get, he marked Salah the way he marked Salah and Manny last season. I saw that game in Liverpool. He, he can do that job. So, yeah, a really good game this one, Craig. But it isn't on TV, so don't get too excited this one. Like Leeds Arsenal isn't on TV either. Yeah. Um, that is a strange choice, isn't it? Of all these games, Craig, that Villa Chelsea is the one on TV, which... Uh, listen, the, 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 the one that I wouldn't want to watch the most is on TV. I, the one I yeah. want to watch the most is Man United Newcastle, and that's not on TV. Yeah. Um, another one which isn't on TV, which... Um, yeah, probably up there with Villa Chelsea, maybe. But Southampton and West Ham, Craig. Yeah. Ralph Hassan Tuttle is still in charge, thankfully. Um, Southampton, you know, they, they are looking. We know that. The club, the club has said, um, t- talk about a tough run of games, Craig. Wow. They've got yeah. West Ham. But this is one where, you know, if Southampton do want to stay up, Craig, they need to get something out of this game, I, th- I believe. Um, this is the sort of game which will have, not not circle for three points, maybe, Craig, but they'll be wanting to take a point from this. Yeah. I don't think they will, though, Craig. I think this is a game that someone like Skamaka will absolutely adore. Um, they're beating Wolves, beating Fulham. Moyes has got these boys in the run now. He's given Paquetta free license. Paquetta is playing that Raspadori role. No player who I love, Craig. He's doing so well at yeah. Napoli. Um, you know, and I, I don't think it's that complicated where I would sit Paquetta and Skamaka down and say, look, he loves a little man to create for him. You go and do what Raspadori did for him at Thingy It's not brain surgery. Do it. And and, Ras- and Piquet is probably better than Raspadori. I would even though yeah. I love Raspadori. Um and I think he'll continue here with it and a 2 0 win and unfortunately pile a whole heap of pressure again on Ralph Hassan Hall. That, that that Lucas Paquetta or Paquetta as the like the I'm calling Paquetta. I can't pronounce it any other way. Mm. Uh signing Graham. It, it's another one that shows the strength of the Premier League mm. because you know, we wouldn't see a, a mid-table team in Germany or what a tad hard Italy. Uh, well, listen, what we're saying there, they're seventh. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you're trying. I know what point you, you mean. You know, yeah. a team yeah, outside of the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the elite. Yeah. They are, West Ham are not elite, right? So they're not in. They're not in my top top five, top six. No, yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. So they're probably in that in that seventh to tenth bracket, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or let's say let's even say sixth to tenth bracket. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't see a team in the sixth to tenth bracket in Germany, Italy, Spain signing the likes of Lucas Paqueta. 
Um, we, and, we just and, and Skamaka in the same window. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's it's the strength of our league. It's, yeah, it's it sensational. Um, back to this one. Southampton really struggling for form. They need to start winning some games. Not sure they've got enough firepower, Graham, to get wins. Um, Southampton won, West Ham two. Yeah, in full agreement with that one. So that's it for there is a prime video midweek. So look out for that, everyone. The midweek of Premier League action uh, coming up. That takes us on to the Championship, Craig. Graham, Graham, Graham. Have you been drinking? I didn't say that. Is there, is there a Monday game as well? Sorry, Graham, I didn't click on that. Graham. Oh, sorry, the, the, the late game, isn't it? Though, it's the late. best game. I there's the only that. game that we Probably need to talk stuff. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do apologise. I do apologise. <laughs> Go on, Craig. You lead us in. Yeah. Uh, we have Liverpool mm. against Manchester City. In what, what, what are running, what are running games for Liverpool, Craig? Eh? Yeah, it, it should be explosive, though, Graham. It should be absolutely everything that we, we hope this game will be. And, and I think it will be. I think we're going to have a sensational game. We, we saw Mo Salah come off. The bench against Rangers scored a six-minute hat-trick, didn't we? Mm. Erling Haaland is, is rested, just... Rested, yeah, rested. Do you not think, Craig, that Haaland, where I suspect, and my, and my son asked me, he said, why, why is Haaland not playing? I said, I said, so I think, I suspect that Haaland's, he wants to play the game. I suspect that he's agreed to go on the bench in midweek as long as he plays 90 minutes at Anfield. Yep. Yep. I think there'll have been, there'll have been a trade-off uh, for, for that. Bernardo, amongst others on the bench, they did rest players. Um, obviously, went down to 10 men, got a nil nil draw. Quick, actually, yeah. quickly, quick on Haaland, before I forget this point, and it was raised to me in midweek, and I thought, you know what, that's right. Everyone's forgetting, and we just touched on it there, that Haaland isn't going to the World Cup. There's no need to rest him. He could play no. every Premier League game. Well, well, he's we... he's going to be sat relaxing, isn't he, whilst all these players are going to yeah. come back tired. I think we said on the last pod or the pod before, right? When, when these guys are out at the World Cup, Haaland will be back in Norway and he'll be training like... Um, remember that Rocky movie where he's, he's, he's yeah. fighting Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, probably, he'll, probably, he'll, be, he'll, he'll be out yeah. training like Dolph Lundgren and come I, back I, I, and Yeah, I, I agree with you. I suspect, I suspect Pep will tell him to go to Dubai for two weeks. <laughs> but I say he'll, he'll be in his local fishing village probably pulling the... Not pulling the net in. He'll be pulling the trawlers in, Craig. <laughs> He'll be doing like yeah. I, I can see him like Thor, Joanne Thor is all disheveled. I can see him in Norway, like literally pulling them in with his teeth. He's <laughs> gonna come back even more ripped. Imagine Boxing yeah. Day. Imagine Boxing Day when yeah, everyone's like everyone's celebrating, but they come back knackered, and then you see this you see the Thor like figure yeah. coming through the changing room. It's gonna yeah. be spectacular. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um listen, on, on to the game, Grim. I I think we're potentially for something spectacular. Um I'm gonna go. Liverpool two, Manchester City three. Um, I don't agree, Craig. I think Man City, as we've shown, will absolutely dominate this Liverpool team. I think you'll see Thiago into his shell again. Um, I think Fabinho needs to be at his best. He isn't. I think Ford and De Bruyne, Silva, the way they're playing at the minute, they've never looked better. Haaland, I am going to say Liverpool one, Manchester City four. Wow. Wow, that would, be, that would be a statement. That yeah. would be a statement. Yeah, before, before be. we move on to the, the, the championship games, one more uh-huh. Premier League story this week was um, we saw Brighton midfielder, uh, oh, yes, Good Report, point, yeah. um, yeah. uh, forced into, into early retirement because of a, 
hereditary uh, heart condition at, at just the age of 24. I read his statement and, and you know, um, I'm not an overly emotional guy, Graham, you know that. And um, I did get a little bit emotional when I read that. I, I, I thought he's, he's chased his dream. He's realised his dream. Um, he thanked his God uh, for that and said it's not the end of him. Uh, mm. I, I just thought, what a, what a well... A well, thought out, yeah. a well yeah. thought statement from you know a guy that grew up in a little village in Zambia that that came to play in the in the Premier League and what a lovely story that yeah. was that that you know in in terms of of the likes of and Weppel and, and something we don't often talk about is is that inspires a full nation of people, Graham, like like Son does in Korea, uh, and Weppel has that same impact in in Zambia, uh, and, and I hope that he continues uh, to to be impactful in in for his country uh, uh, as a as a leader um, and we wish him nothing but success in whatever he chooses to do next he said he's going to stay in football uh, and we'll no doubt follow his football journey yeah we'll see how he does um, obviously he was a record signing um, in 2021 appeared just over 20 million to Salzburg yeah. for him so a crying shame yeah career over but really got started Craig to be honest um, we wish him all the best. Um, yeah, and we'll see how we go. Not emotional, Craig. Craig you're on the most emotional tea side right now. <laughs> on, to, on to the championship. Um, oh, we'll talk about more. We'll get onto emotional tea sides in a minute. Um, but two twelve thirty kickoffs here, Craig. Um, in the championship, yep. uh, Luton Town hosting QPR. This is a cracking game, Craig. Yep. Um, it now it didn't used to be a derby, but a bit Luton is part of London just about nowadays. So a bit of a derby. It'd be full of QPR fans. QPR second in the form table, Craig. Luton yep. got something at West Brom as we predicted. Um, what I like about Luton at the minute, Craig, is the although they're attempt. They're not losing the like before no. last year. Win at home, lose away. Yeah. That's what you predict. They're becoming a very hard team to beat away from home now. Kenworth Road early kickoff. This is a great game, Craig. You know, I would pay. This is a championship. I haven't seen we really looked at this, but I love this game. This is a really good game. Yeah. Um, Michael Beale has got QPR ticking now. Two, two all. Luton at home, Kenworth Road. I just think they'll be might be a bit too much for QPR to get over. But um, I would go keep it if I was going either way, but I'm going to say 2 all. Yeah, I, I'm going to go a score draw as well, Graham. one all draw, I think. Luton at home uh, will, will, as we know, uh, the the tight pitch, the the way they play, they're so direct, physical. Um, QPR look really impressive. one all draw in, in what should be a really good game. In stark contrast, Craig, <laughs> we, yeah. we got a Rotherham v Huddersfield. Um, yeah. In this Yorkshire derby, yeah. now I don't. I'd have paid to watch the first game. You couldn't pay me to watch the second game, Craig. No offense to both teams, but not not on my radar at the moment. Matty Taylor and Mike Fotheringham, new managers coming head to head here, Craig. I think Fotheringham's done very well since going. Actually, he's had a bit of reaction at the players. Fotheringham struggle. I'm going to go for a bit of a shock here, Craig. I think Huddersfield might squeeze a two-one win out here. I'm going for Rotherham to win, Graham, by two goals to to nil. Um, I don't know if you followed the 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 Mark Fotherham press conferences, Graham. Dear me, he's, he's been incredibly aggressive about um he's, the he's, he's, commitment he's, of some of his players. And yeah, he's right. I, we did we did suspect this coming, didn't we? Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure that's going to benefit him or the Huddersfield Town players in the decent in the results are great to be fair far from yeah far listen from last two games. listen they, they, they've, they, they got the draw didn't they at 
at Luton, which was um, unexpected. They beat Hull. Well, Hull are in disarray, aren't they? As we as we know. Um, yeah, listen, he, he started off well. I think Rotherham win this 2-0. Um, and I think that would be the first win for the manager, would it not? Well, Matty Taylor, yeah, they haven't yeah. won um, yeah. since since his appointment um, just yet. Um, takes on to the three o'clock games. Uh, first up is Bristol City uh, taking on Millwall at Ashton Gage, Bristol City, who, yeah, the Struggling for form again, Craig, which is just the big pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got that one. Um, but they are better than 11th, Craig. I think the strike force have got young Conway, who is a he's a lovely footballer, Craig. He really is a good yeah. player. And cemented the, 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 the that striking department, Bristol City, have got their third, third from bottom in the form table. It's not good enough, but they're home to Millwall, who uh, had a lovely win over Millsborough. Um, Zian Hemming is his name, Craig, yeah. the Dutch player. Yeah. Um, looked fabulous last week against um, pretty poor Middlesbrough. Um, he looks re- he looks a real fan that boy, Craig. The Dutchman, yeah. but they did they did pay good money for him. They so. did they did? Um, tune up. I think this is a score draw. And Millwall, we should mention Gary Rowett strongly linked with the West Bromwich Albion job, Craig, which is a bit of a yeah. shock, but um, um, we'll, we'll keep him informed for something in that. So um, one all, I think here, Craig. Two one, Bristol City. They'll get back to back wins. Burnley entertaining Swansea. Two, four versus six, two teams riding yeah. behind the table playing. This will be an excellent footballing game, this one, Craig. Yeah, really I well. agree. Burnley, good win at Coventry last week, hard fought win um, against a Swansea team who were showing really good form, top of the form table, Craig. They're beating West Brom, Watford, Sunderland in a row. Russell Martin, fair play to him. He's really getting this team clicking now. I'm surprised he hasn't been linked after a few miles, Craig. We've seen him linked after a few jobs. He's been linked with every job going, Graham. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, from Brighton onwards. There's, there's so many jobs to keep up with, Craig, though, isn't it, at the minute? Um, yeah, there are. Your agents. It must be hard for you to keep up on which applications to put in. There's that many jobs available. You need like you need like that football manager screen with a vacant job list on there. <laughs> yeah. um, good game, this one. I think Burnley are just a better team, though, Craig. So I think they might edge this one. 3-2. Two. 2-1 two, Burnley, Graham. agree with you. Uh, Cardiff entertaining Coventry City. Um, Cardiff, you know, they're doing well. Fair, fair, fair play to Cardiff. They really yeah. are punching above their weight a bit here in terms of the budget and what they've got to play with. Coventry, who are still, um, yeah, unlucky loss. You know, they're not playing badly, Coventry. They need, they're lacking a few goals, aren't they, Craig, at the minute? But yes. That losing to Burnley 1 0 isn't, isn't a disaster at all. It's starting to come good now. Um, Coventry, where. This is one of those games where it should be a Coventry win. Will it be? I'm going to say one all because I've got yeah. to card if you respect that their form deserves. Currently, it's yeah. I'm going to say one all as well, Grim. Coventry need to start hitting the back of the net on a more regular basis. The good news for their fans is Gustavo Hamer returns from his ban next week, which is which is massive for them. Um, and the obviously that guy Keres is is starting to 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 fire, but really importantly, Graham Callum O'Hare returns next week as ah, well. Okay, okay. So, well, I, yeah, a lot of upheaval come. They might, um, yeah, with unfortunately wasps. Um, as I as I did, unfortunately, as I did predict, Craig, the the top flight of rugby is currently in car in disarray. Wasp, yeah, wasp. And uh, yeah, I did I did say that to you. I did. Say, I know my rugby union, and unfortunately, wasps have gone to administration, been suspended from the league, but that um. It, it won't impact on 
in terms of the ground, but it may may enable commentary to buy the grounds. But we'll keep you abreast of that situation. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of interested parties in there, though. Why wouldn't it be? Um, so we'll see how that one transpires. Um, onto a team. Talk about talking of team teams who are in disarray. Greg brings yeah. us on to Middlesbrough. Um, who are hosting Blackburn? I will be at this game. My son Lucas will be part of the flag waving session. Oh, the game. I suspect that will be the highlight of the day for me. Uh, no matter what, um, Middlesbrough manager, this Middlesbrough still Craig. Uh, Michael Carrick has held talks. Carlos Corbran, Rob Edwards, Lee Catamol is now in the thinking of the club. We still don't know. Leo Perkovich will still be in charge for this game, Craig. Uh, hosting the Blackburn Rovers team who, um, up and down, but capable of beating, capable of beating, literally win loss, win loss, win loss, which sums yeah. them up. They're capable of beating any team on the day. I think Middlesbrough's result here does depend which Blackburn turns up. Really, Craig. Yeah. Um, Middlesbrough were were horrendous last week at Millwall. I saw I'm yeah. told by a number of people who were there. At best, a draw for Middlesbrough. They, they, they really see what you know. I'm not having a go particularly good figures, but you know. It's been how long has it been now since Wilder went? Was it two weeks? Okay. Two weeks. Yeah. You have to have someone. You know, if you're if they end up appointing someone who's not in work, you could have done it two weeks earlier. It's I, I don't like this guy. But anyway, I'm going to say, hopefully they don't lose the game for my sake. I'm going to say one all without any confidence whatsoever. Mate, Minnesota's form is awful. Um, that that Birmingham win aside, which I get you papered over a few cracks. It wasn't a good performance by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the right at the wrong end of the table. You've rightly called, and I said it last couple of weeks, Blackburn are consistently inconsistent in that they are... seventh on the table, to be fair. No, no, but Graham, but listen, I'm saying they're yeah. consistently inconsistent in that they win, lose, win, lose, yeah. win, lose, win, lose. Only, only three points to Blackburn. That sums up this division, Craig. Only three it points does. off the top. Wow. Yeah, listen, it, it does. And, and Graham, they um, they lost last time out midweek to Wigan. So that tells us... So it tells us they're going to win here, 1-0. Black, Middlesbrough nil, Blackburn Rovers won. Yeah, it won't be. I don't think it'll be a classic either way, Craig, will it, to be honest? Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you on the next Mills Mile. We'll maybe discuss the next Mills Mile. Hopefully, we'll discuss him next week, Greg, being, being in situ, hopefully. Yeah. Whoever that may be. Uh, Preston entertaining Stoke City. Preston, you know, I think they've reacted to us um, maybe, no, not stagging them off, they're a bit, little bit boring, Greg. I think after you described them as and Boyne, they went 1-3-2 at Norwich. That was fair play to them. Unbelievable, unbelievable result. Yeah, they beat West Brom, lost to Bristol City. They're doing, to be fair, I had Bruce Preston being dragged into the relegation battle. Um, I'm not sure they will be now, so fair play to Ryan Law. I still think they'll be in the bottom half come the end of the season, but perhaps not too much relegation trouble, although it is a long season against the Stoke City team who... Um, yeah, Craig, an amazing win from nowhere over Sheffield United last time. This yeah. division is just bonkers, isn't it? You know, yeah. And I tell you what, Alex Neil needed that win, Craig, because Stoke are not haven't been up to then. They've been one of the worst teams in this division. I really believe that. It's since he's taken over, there's been. Do you know what? Since he's taken over, I've seen no improvement in Stoke whatsoever. I really haven't. No. Nope. Um, I think Preston beat them here, Craig. Yeah, we have to look at the form. Eight, eight plays Preston. One last time out, two nil Preston. I don't know where Preston got three goals from against Norwich. They'd only scored five goals all season yeah. until then. Um, because of that, um, and because of Stoke getting a home win against United and they lost in it. Uh, nil, nil, nil. Preston, nil, Stoke, nil. Yeah, it's quite, quite possible. Uh, Reading take on another manager's team, West Bromwich Albion, Steve Bruce. 
Um, finally went uh, midweek. Obviously, we weren't calling for Craig, but it was a big surprise no. that he hadn't gone before last week's draw with Luton as their form is absolutely wow. woeful. You know? yeah. It really is, and considering the squad they've got. Um, against the Reading team, who continue to defy the odds. They did lose to QPR last time out, yeah. but as we said, many teams are going to lose to QPR this year. Drew with Norwich. Paulin's doing a wonderful job. Um Surprised he hasn't been linked to a few more, actually, Greg. You know, the, part, yeah, the, job, the job he's doing there. Um, West, who's taking charge of West Brom, Craig? Do we know who's the caretaker? I think James Morrison's part of the caretaker wow, staff. Wow, okay. Um, good luck to him there. Um, oh, I'm going to say one all. I presume it's going to be a major change in formation or something. I, it is, I'll put like an asterisk. If West Brom go into this with the same team they've had recently, Craig, they'll lose. I think yeah. there'll be a few changes, I'd imagine, behind the scenes. So I'm going to say one all. Yeah, I think Reading will get a result here. 2-1 um, Reading. I just don't, I've got no faith in West Brom doing anything at all. Yeah, I really don't disagree with that, actually. Um, top of the table, Sheffield United host Blackpool at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United, who haven't won in three, Greg. Yeah. Um, and yet, it's still top of the table. Um, they lost to Stoke last time. Sheffield United need to get this going. If it, because, because you know, we imagine some of these promoted teams, Greg, are going to splash heavily in January. Yeah. So Sheffield United really need to have some points in the bank, even more than they've got now. But Blackpool, Greg, hats off. Were brilliant. Draw with Sunderland, beat Watford. But I think Sheffield United do get back to winning ways here, Greg, with a two-one win. Um, yeah, 2-0 two, two Sheffield United, Graham. Wigan, what a fantastic job Liam Richardson's doing. He, his name was actually linked to a few recently. A good win over Blackburn in midweek. Um, really got Wigan going again um, against the at, at a Sunderland team who, it was a bit of a shock, wasn't it, Craig, for them to, to for me to lose this one. I had that down for a draw all day long. As you say, Goal scoring is a bit has been a bit of an issue due to injuries for Sunderland, hasn't it? Is Ellis Sims back this weekend? Did I read? No, I think so. Oh, is it not? No. Um, I read someone that might be might be available. Um, we're gonna play well, Craig, aren't they? Really are. Um, yeah, got a good away record. And James McLean will be going back there, desperate to be his annoying self in front of his former fans. I think what. One all, I'm going to say, but and it's a tricky one for Sunderland. It's a potential banana skin here for Sunderland, but one all. Yeah, I'm going to go two nil Sunderland. Graham, I think um, they'll have too much for Wigan. I think they, I, I, ironically, Graham, they are playing such good football. They're playing really well. Um, they're just a lacking that that cutting edge in terms of putting uh, putting chances in the back of the net. Um, like I said to you, Wigan have got the best away record in in the championship. Um, they're currently, currently in ninth, Wigan. They have the best away record mm. in the championship. They've lost one, uh, drawn one, and won four away from home, which is really good. That, that they're going to come mm. unstuck against Sunderland. Two, two. I want to give them a goal, Graham. Two, one, Sunderland. Yeah, I think I think James McLean will be. He'll have some sort. I hate to say it, he'll either he'll either maybe win it for Wigan or get sent off. But hey, it'll be. He'll, yeah, I think he, he'll make he'll make it entertaining. I think the one the one thing I do hope about this it's a game I'm going to this weekend, Graham. The one the one thing I I do hope is that Charlie White gets a good reception on his return to 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 Wearside. Obviously, um, regardless of how he left and and he, he's he's had that heart condition. Got his uh, goal last week. Was it last week? Got his goal. Yeah. He did. He got his goal. Um, 
I believe he's lost his granddad recently, so rest in peace to to him. I, I hope he gets a really good uh, reception at the. I'm uh, sure. Stadium. I'm sure he will. On to last game of division this weekend on Sunday. Hull entertaining Birmingham. Wow, Sky We've got Johnson. the late game, Greg. Greg, you've missed the late oh, game oh, again. I was say Sky well, again, again, it's the best game as well. Ah, it's yeah, Watford, it's, it's Watford, Watford versus well, yeah. Norwich. Watford Norwich, another like this is one I was gonna I was about to slate Sky for the game they've chosen on Sunday, but they've made up for it actually with their yeah. Saturday night selection, which is Watford yeah. versus Norwich. Um to Watford for me still the best squad in this division. Um against a Norwich team who Clearman stuck against Preston, Drewy Reading, so they've uh, slipped up a little bit Norwich. Um against this Watford team who but there's been no bounce effect really from Slam and Billage. He lost to Swansea and then lost to Blackpool last week. Um, won his missed, first game though, Graham. Won his first game. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm surprised they did that, but hey, I think that'll help Slam a little bit. I think they'll have a hard week on the training ground. I don't think Watford will lose this game. Will they win it? I think they might. You know, I'm yeah, going Watford two one. I'm I'm going Watford two one. I think Watford have got the best individuals. Norwich have got the best squad. Um, but and those both these teams will be spending in January. I think. Yeah. Me too. I expect uh, I expect Saar to be the, the, the key man here and, and Watford to win 2-1. Yeah, good game. Some real high-class players in this game, first division. Um, I'll take start on Sunday. Hull versus Birmingham. Hull also manages. What is it with teams this division not able to pick a manager, Craig? Um, Pedro Martins uh, talks with him, broke down Craig. Both sides claiming the other one was at fault, as is always the case. Uh, they lost two at Huddersfield, which is a really miserable performance from Hull. It really yeah. was last time. That's yeah. that's that's they're going to be in a relegation form. They are showing relegation form against a Birmingham team who stubborn, fight, resilient. Fighting. Yeah, yeah, fighting. I like I like the way they've gone fourth in the form table. Brilliant win over Ooh. Bristol City last time. Um, I think they'll get something here, Craig. But will it be a win? I'm going to say what I'm going to give Hull the benefit of doubt and say one all, but it wouldn't surprise me if it didn't. I'm I'm going one nil Birmingham. Uh, I just fancy. Wow, Birmingham. it shows you how bad Hull are. If Craig's yeah. tipping Birmingham to win, blink your neck. I I just think they'll take advantage of of what's going at Hull and they'll they'll get they'll get the three points. Yeah, so that takes on to League One, Craig. I'm just double checking already that there is no oh, there is a mid is there, there is a midweek game on a Monday night, Craig. Actually. I'm um, so good to remind myself of. So, Accrington hosting Derby in the first game of League One, Craig. Derby, who had a, sho- a shocker losing to Port Vale last time out yeah. when they should have had that in the bag. Accrington, who, you know, at, at home, they had a good one of three games and they lost to Plymouth. Then I, I got that right. I said they'd get hammered down there, but it's not a, it's getting beat of Plymouth at home park is no, dis- is no disgrace. Yeah. I think Accrington. Paul Warren. I think Accrington get the better of them here, Craig. Two one Accrington. One all draw, Graham. I don't I don't see either cancelling the other out. Game of the day coming up here, Craig. Bolton entertaining Barnsley. Yeah. Um Barnsley will take the fans across the Pennines. This will be a good one. Um next each other in the form table. Lost to Exeter the last time out Barnsley, which is a shocking result actually there. Barnsley were one of the bankers for me in that division, but hey, this is a very tough league to predict and highlighted by Bolton losing to Cheltenham and Forest Green. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, this is a great division. Is This is my favourite division, this one, Craig, it really is. Um, Bolton, Barnsley. Goals in here, Craig. Goals in this one. Two all. Bolton to win 2-1, Graham, and to 
to leapfrog Barnsley in the in the league and send Barnsley out of those playoff positions. Um, on to Burton against Markham. Interesting game, this one. Craig. Whoa, Two teams at rock the bottom. bottom. Rock six bottom. Six, six point um, clash, this one. Burton, who got a brilliant draw with um, people last time out in Fleetwood. You know, these two teams have got, it's stupid to say, they've got slightly better form than what the league table says. You know, the uh, Markham, who, who took a lead against Ipswich last week, Craig, didn't they? They, gave, they gave Ipswich a brilliant game last week. Losing yeah. 2-1, but taking a lead. It shows, as we always say, Craig, Derek Adams, they're always going to fight in the manly. Yes. Um, I'm going to say, have we got a Burton permanent manager yet, Craig? Burton? No. Um, I'm going to say a one-all draw. Graham, I, after all that, I'm agreeing with you. Burton one, Morecambe one. Well, we see we are we are signing with the shrimpers as always, Craig. Um, onto Cambridge United entertaining Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday, nice win last time out against Cheltenham to recover from what they've been doing. Cheltenham lost to Sheffield as um. Cambridge, sorry, Cambridge. I was looking at Cheltenham, got myself dragged away. Cambridge have kept the manager, which is a big thing for them, isn't it? Keeping yeah. Mike they are on a bad run of form, um, losing to Bristol Rovers, which uh, you must be bad if losing to Bristol Rovers. Uh, Ipswich and Derby. Um, it's a tough place to go, as it's shown this season, isn't it? Derby Stadium. Yeah. Um, if Sheffield want to keep up the pressure, they need to win here. I think they might 2 1. It'll be close, but I'm going to give Sheffield benefit of the doubt. Yeah, two 0 Sheffield Wednesday. I I just think they'll have too much for Cambridge Graham. Uh, and it's it's it is these are the kind of games they need to win if they want to go up automatically and avoid the heartache of the playoffs again. Uh, Sheffield, sorry Sheffield, uh, Cheltenham Town at Team Bristol Rovers. Bit of a local derby this one, Craig. Um, be an absolute packed out, packed out at Cheltenham. Um, Cheltenham really good run of form at the minute. Lost to Sheffield but doing well. Bristol Rovers have recovered a little bit. Yep. Good win against Cambridge. Win over MK Dons who are the most curious side in the EFL for me at the minute, Craig. Um, but I think the mini revival on the Joey Batten will come to an end here. Cheltenham are just playing too well, Craig. I think they're good. Um, and I'm going to say 2-1 um, Cheltenham. But be a good atmosphere. Be full of Bristol fans here. Young Josh Colburn made his debut, Graham, uh, for Bristol last time out. Ah, okay, that's Lock, interesting. To know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good so, I, I think he scores and and Bristol win two 0 Good luck to Josh. Take care of him down there, Mister Barton, if you will, because you've got a, a real good player on your hands there. Um, Exeter hosting Oxford United. Of Exeter, Tom, there's that many managers going around I in know. a minute, Craig. Uh, have 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 Exeter appointed their new manager? I don't yet? believe so. I don't believe so. Um, it's a real curious one. Exeter, brilliant last time out. You know, we saw the two goals from Jay Stansfield. Um, oh, it's I don't know. Eh? Yeah, if you saw the the social media, they did a picture of his dad in the background. Wonderful stuff. Un, unretired his number for his dad, which is um, absolutely fantastic. Um, Oxford. I see. I, I know you've got a soft spot for Oxford. I think they've been stinking as much as MK Dons have stunk the players out. So have Oxford this season. Yeah. And Exeter are going to beat them. Jay Stansfield on the score sheet again, two nil. And um, yeah, there's a few more majors on the hot seat here, and Carl Robinson is one of them. Yeah, two two nil Exeter again, and I, I genuinely hope that Jay Stansfield goes on to have a great season alone at Exeter and bags a load of goals. Uh, Fleetwood entertaining Shrewsbury. Fleetwood and the Scott Brown doing a. Doing a good job, Shrewsbury ninth, yeah. Craig, and uh, hats off to you. You said these were that you were you were really impressed with their signings during yeah. this during the summer. They are coming to the fore now. 
And um, really interesting one, this one. Um, it's a long trip for Shrewsbury, isn't it? I'm going to say 2-1 yeah. Fleetwood just for that long trip. One all draw, Griff. Ipswich against Lincoln. Lincoln, who were, yeah, sure, a bit of form. Draw with Charlton last time out. Um, but Ipswich, three wins in a trot. Too good for them here. 4-1 Ipswich. I, I think Lincoln will go and they'll be really defensive here uh, and they'll play really deep with Jack Diamond up front um, to play on the transition. And I think they might get something. Um, nil, nil draw. Ipswich, nil. Lincoln, nil. No way, man. Here we go. We'll see. We'll see. Interesting one. We might have a little pound bet on that one. MK Dons versus <laughs> Plymouth. Wow, Greg. Wow. MK Dons. What wow. on earth is going on wow. down there? Um, you know, it's, I know they lost Scott Twine, arguably the best in division last season. But come on, MK Dons, get yourself sorted out here. Um, it's doing possible to back MK Dons. Plymouth, best team in this division. Stephen Schumacher, the manager who, and I'm not, I'm not asking for him to leave this club, Greg. But criminal, he's not being linked after any of these jobs, and oh. uh, unbelievably, that, and he's one great. I say it now, I'd, I'd love Mills, but look at him. But anyway, back to Plymouth. Three one wins here, Greg. You got to go with form. Yeah, I think you know Steve Schumacher. We say this every week, Graham. What what an unbelievable job he's done there. Um, and then you look at the the, the flip side. Uh, how how Manning was was linked to almost every job going uh, mm, last season, yeah. Liam Manning. Um, you know, was this? Do we know this... what's going on there, Craig? Or is it just um, some just... recruitment's gone a bit wrong? Or just don't think they don't think they're playing very well. What's <laughs> Simple as that, and you know, I think they're going to come unstuck against a very good Plymouth Argyle team. We're going to go and win three 0 On to Port Vale, entertaining Forest Green Rovers. Port Vale doing their thing in midfield. You know, they yep. just, just to survive is their quest for this season, Craig, isn't oh, it? Yeah. And, and you know, there's ups and downs. Good win over Derby last time out. That was a great win. You know, continuous Paul One's first game as well. That was a really, really good win. Yeah. Forest Green who. You know, seemingly happy just to win the odd game here and there, but they ship goals for a screen, don't they? For for, yeah. for this team, um, I'd be surprised if anyone's letting more goals than them this season, uh, and they haven't. Great call for me. Um, Portville 2 0, yeah, Portville comfortable 3 0 win, Grim. Wickham Wanderers up against uh, Peterborough, another you know, look at these teams like Wickham, Oxford, and MK Dons, Craig. In the bottom seven in this division, <laughs> it, it's bizarre, isn't it? But Wickham, as I predicted, um, you didn't uh, beat Oxford last time out. Will will we see something from you know? Mehmeti is a great young player for Wickham. Peterborough, a funny team as well, Craig. At the minute, they are in a bit of form again, but then they drew with Burton, and uh, this is such a strange thing. Sometimes I think Wickham will get something here, Craig. Um, I'm going to say one, two all. Yeah. Um... Mametti does look a good player, by the way, Graham. Uh, Wickham won Peterborough three. You do love Peterborough, don't you? Um, yeah. on, to, on to Monday night game, Greg. Charlton v Pompey. Um, interesting choice here for a game. Um, a former Premier League game, obviously, um, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Charlton, Peter, Portsmouth, um, Drew with Fleetwood last time out, which isn't a bad, you know, 
the three without a win, Pompey, you could say they dropped off the farm, Craig, but they drew with Plymouth, lost by 3 2 Ipswich, and then drew, drew with Fleetwood. It's not disastrous, you know. It's, um, no. And some of these points are picking up, you know, against the Plymouth and the Fleetwoods. They'd have lost those games last year. And I don't think we can overlook that, you know. I think they're a much better team this time around. Chatting on a decent run of form, win over Exeter. Um, under the lights on TV, I think Charlton might get something here, Craig. One all. 2 0 Portsmouth. I think Portsmouth are on a, a bit of a charge. Um, I think they will at least get in the playoffs this season. Um, Charlton won't. 2 0 Portsmouth. On to, <coughs> pardon me, on to League Two. When we have one of these uh, games you told us was coming, Craig, there's trying to be a Friday night game. Uh, yeah. which is back, again, back in the day when we were whippersnappers, this was a regular occurrence for Tramia, yeah. given their location, close to Everton and Liverpool. Always made sense to us, and I think it's a bit of an experiment, this is it, Craig, to see if it's worthwhile for them? Yeah, I think they'll try and do it as often as they can, Graham. Um, obviously, the, the one thing that they didn't count for and factor in was the rising cost in energy prices, so um, having having the floodlights on for a few hours and the lights on in the evening is now costing them quite a lot of money. But so, yeah, Saturdays you have to have them on now. I was guessing this, in the winter you have to turn them on for three o'clock kickoff now, do. anyway, don't they? So you it's do. probably not, not too much of a loss. But they are hosting Crew Alexandra, um, Northwest Derby here. Um, interesting game, this one, Craig. Tramway, they have found some really good form of the yeah. four wins on the spin for them. Crew. A couple really disappointing form. Carlisle draw, Gillingham yeah. form, and, and they looked a bit of a team in the first few weeks of the season. Um, Tramia 2 0. Yeah, 2 0. Tramia, I agree with you, Graham. I think they, they're on form, they're not conceding many goals, and they look they look decent. On to um, Saturday, and we have a 12 30 kickoff, Craig. We have a Northeast Derby, Harrogate entertaining Hartlepool. Wow. Um, I don't know why this is another kickoff, Craig, but it's not. It's not too much of a trek for the Hartlepool fans. What, just over an hour to Harrogate, yeah. so no complaints there. And actually, get them back nice and early. They'll be might be able to see Jeff at three o'clock after this one, Craig, for the for Indeed. all the Hartlepool fans. Um, an easy loss to Carla last time out. Hartlepool they're a bit harder to beat now. Harrogate, who, yeah, as we've said before, Craig. Um, I think Sam same way the good job is dad is in charge of the club at the minute Craig yeah um, Harrogate have got a long both these two teams we're going to be talking about them in April May in the bottom five Craig I have no doubt about it nil nil draw I think Keith Kerr will go there not to get beaten I don't think he will be well listen Graham no team has scored fewer goals than Harrogate this season and no team has conceded more than Hartlepool this season so something's got to give Hey, um, I think you might be right. I think it might be a nil-nil draw uh, or a one-nil. I'm going to go one-nil to Hartlepool, Griff. Okay. Um, on to one o'clock. There's a one o'clock game as well. This is the Mansfield experiment, isn't it? I think um, part of their yeah. early kickoff, as you yeah. mentioned, Power Bill. Power Bills are going to judge it. Um, they are hosting uh, Walsall at Plainmore. Interesting game. Mansfield second in the form table. Um, beating Barrow last time out. Wonderful performance that from them. Um, so yeah, really interesting one. Walsall, who had a, who started to perform like Walsall. We said Craig one, one at some point they would start to turn up again. Yeah. And they've beaten Northampton, they've beaten Wimbledon. Um good game, this one. I think Mansfield might edge it two one, but it'd be a good game. Yeah, I'm going Mansfield 2-0, Graham. Uh, on to the three o'clock kickoffs now. Finally, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, AFC Wimbledon hosting Sutton. 
Yeah, see, Wimbledon's showing very little form at the minute. They did beat Colchester, which was huge, and I did predict yep. that one. But, you know, at home, Sutton, Sutton aren't playing well either. Uh, one all draw here, I think. I think they need to nick it. Um, I think Wimbledon need to win, Graham. Um, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. 2 1 to Wimbledon. Uh, on to, yeah, need to make a fortress that place, don't I? Carlisle yeah. hosting Doncaster. Flying Carlisle. Yeah, well, yeah, no surprise to me, Greg, as I said pre season. Um, Paul Simpson's getting this right. Give, give managers time. It's amazing what can happen, isn't it? Yeah. Against the Doncaster team who they've got, they've got a squad good enough for the top six, haven't they, Greg? They're really sure. I do wonder if Doncaster won a slow burner. I think they may be in and around the playoffs all season. Um, good game this one. I'm going to say one all. Now I'm going to say Carlisle are going to win this two 0 Graham. Um, we we saw a departure from Doncaster, didn't we? We saw Lee Tomlin um ah, retire, yeah, right, yeah, retire from football. Um, look, I think he was a bad signing for Doncaster, Graham. Um, he he just his his heart clearly wasn't. He's had a great career. Um, and it's a shame that it's ended in in this way. Uh, but it's that, unusual that they're going down that route and that they had Adam Clayton as well yeah. Um, yeah, it's a strange route for League 2 clubs to go down really but it's clearly a, a League 2 team with plenty with, with a bit more money than others yeah listen, they were in League 1 last year weren't they with a, with a sizable budget Carlisle are going to win this all and uh, give themselves a little bit of breathing space on to Crawley entertaining Newport County managers Crawley Kevin Betsy was shown the door um, this week as was James Robbery, I've got that right, Robbery, wasn't it? Um, at yeah. New Park County. So two managerless teams here, Craig. Interesting yeah. enough. Um, both with huge amounts of potential. Newport, you know, at home, it's always a tough place to go. Crawley, who are rock bottom of the table, owned by, is it not a Bitcoin company? What, what company owned them? Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency company. Um, this is so hard to pick this one. Crawley have got some good players, you know. Um, Dom Telford down there against his former team. Ah, oh, there we go. There's the storyline. There's the story. Yeah, Dom, Dom Telford has scored. Yeah, I think he's going to score, and Crawley get to win here, two one. Crawley absolutely bottom, aren't they? Um, do you think he was trying to play football a bit too much, rather than just getting the basic the foundations yeah, I, I, in there? Really, I, I don't know, Graham. It's 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 really difficult and. I just think twelve games. What 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 do you know after twelve games? Not a great deal. Um, no. One all draw, Graham. Yeah, we might see who knows, Craig. We might see them uh, fans voting on the next manager, given the way Crawley works. Graham, I've, I've, to, I've to, we had this conversation off the air. That is the way a club is going to go pretty soon, right? And we, and we should we should have talked this on next week's pod because right. that is a way a club is going to go. Would it surprise us if Crawley do that? It wouldn't. So let's look out no. for that. Let's let's look out for Crawley or how they do this. Um, on to the next one. Wow. Hey, hey, we we do like Steve Evans, Craig, but hey, you wouldn't accept an invitation to watch this game. Gillingham versus Stevenage. Um, it's his former club, isn't it? It was yeah, Gillingham. Yeah, it Steve. is. Yeah, yeah listen, yeah. he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, top top of the table, Stevenage, Grim. Yeah, they had gone top. We will get onto why in a minute. Gillingham to Gillingham to be fair to them, Craig. They've only lost once in their last six. Um, doing okay. I thought Gillingham would be um long gone in trouble, but do you know what? They're doing quite well. I'm being quite impressed by them, but they won't have enough to hold on to Stevenage here. 3-1 Stevenage. 
Yeah, Stevens, you know, bop them 2-0. Um, I, I, and look, Steve, Steve Evans, Graham, I've said this many, many, many times. He, he is Marmite. He is exceptional at what he does, right? He gets teams... You give him resources, you give him money to spend, you give him a, a good squad of players that he can mould and he will get you promoted. And I think he will get them promoted this year now. Just him a lot of things, though. It's, it's arguably like the Chris Wilder situation... And others as well, Craig. You know, if, if you let the manager just get on with it, as Stevens have done here, they're letting Steve get on with it. Yeah. And it's amazing. It, it's not a coincidence what can happen, is it? No. <laughs> um, on to Lytton, the aforementioned Lytton Orient. Wow, this is, to be fair to, to be fair to um, other games, Lytton Orient, Northampton, what a game this is going to be, Craig. Yeah. yeah. Lytton Orient, who've slipped up um, in recent weeks, lost at Newport. And then the Drew were Listen, they lost at home to Newport, didn't they? Uh, which was a real shock. And then yes, Drew, Drew at Donny, and you're like, whoa, what's Although, although Don, I, I say with Donny, Donny's not an easy trip for anyone. In this no, season, it's and, not. And, and the Arcable, so I don't see that as a too bad a result. Northampton, however, um, lost to Walsall, and then they lost at Salford. Again, I know. Two, to be fair, though, again, two other teams who were probably going to be... Salford flying. Well. Salford yeah, flying. And yeah. we know Walsall should be up there and probably will be. So not disastrous for Northampton, I don't think, Greg. But this is a good one. Uh, Leighton Orient needs to get back to winning ways. Um, Northampton, you know, he's got the best player in the division in Sam Hoskins. Um, this is a good game, this one, Craig. Yeah, I agree. Oh, 2-1 Leighton Orient. Yeah, I'm going one all, Brave. Um... Just that Orient don't concede lots of goals. Um, so, mm, yeah, one all, one all. Northwest um, Derby coming up, Craig. Rochdale Barrow. And as you said, quite a bit of a Derby is not as Barrow tend to use Manchester based facilities. Yep. So, Rochdale won't be far off. Um, Barrow, yeah, they've lost three in a row, but against three very good teams, to be fair. It's one of those where it looks bad. But losing one little Mansfield, one little Tranmere, two little Orient, that's not horrific, no, it's is not. it? You know, it's, no, um, it's not, not terminal. Rochdale beat Newport last time. Barrow need to get back to winning ways. I think Bar- I think Pete Wilder will have Jim Bentley's number here. Two one Barrow. Yeah, two nil Barrow, Graham. Totally agree with you. Uh Salford, they had some good games this week. This, this is a great game. This. Salford, Bradford. Will will the away fan this might have a look of a Rangers or Celtic game here, Craig? Because I imagine Bradford will have as many fans here as there will be Salford fans, if I'm being honest at Peninsula. Uh be a good pay day for Gary Neville and his friends. Yeah. Um against a Bradford team who Oh, Sparky as well. I think um, I forgot about you. Forget about Mark Hughes in Manchester don't you, sometimes. Yep. But yeah, Sparky, um, going with the um, the former Man United lot there. Um, lost to Stockport last time out Bradford, which shocker. Um, yeah, shocker. you do get this in division. You're creating possibly, as you say, you get the odd game like this against the Salford yeah. team. I'm think Bradford with their fan base. I think they might win here, Craig. Good game though. I'm going to say three two Bradford. The, the one thing that disappointed me about Bradford so far this season is the lack of goals. Um, mm. I, I don't think they're scoring enough goals. You promised uh, me goals at the start of the season. You I did. Listen, I, I, I did. Um, I think they may... Listen, they're playing one up front, Graham. So it's either Cook... Are they or, playing one up front? Are they? Oh, yeah, so they play the big Andy Cook or the Dean Oliver. I, I think they might change and put them both up front. Yeah, uh, you, want a, you want like a Dean and a Garner sort of thing, don't you? Yeah, I mean, these are two big, big, big guys. So yeah, like the member Tony Gann and Brian Dean, they were brilliant. Yeah, the yeah. two big lads up front, do you remember? Yeah, and I, yeah, I, th- I think they they might do they might do something similar uh, and and put the two big lads up front. Um, both if, over six if, foot. If two. Matt Smith plays for Salford, this could be you might get a few stretch necks here. 
Yeah, Matt Smith will be on the bench, that's for sure. Uh, he, he won't be starting. Um, I don't think Bradford will win because they don't score enough. I think it'll be a great game. One all draw, Grim. I'm what surprised me, Craig. I'm surprised you're not at this game. If I was, if you went and told me which game you're going, I know. I'd have said, I'd have said this one for you. Grim, it, it was on my list, um, but I did change. So there you go. Um, Stockport entertaining Grimsby. I knew this one wasn't on your list. Um, no. In, interesting Stockport. You know, the, there's there's a decent team in there somewhere. Joey Walsall beating Bradford. Grimsby. Grimsby, a tough team to beat. Oh. Um, this could be anything, this one. One one all. Yeah, I'm gonna say Stockport when you get a reality check here after being on Sky, uh, Sky High and Cloud Nine after beating uh, Bradford last week. Uh, they're gonna get a reality check and Grimsby gonna turn up and roll them over 2 1. On to Swindon entertaining Colchester, Craig. Swindon, bit of a, not a shock, but yeah. Swindon are in good form, Craig. They've lost yep. to Northampton Stevenage in the last six. Hey, that's not bad form whatsoever. No. Against the Colchester team who they beat Harrogate, which is huge for them, Craig. You know, at the bottom end of the table, that's yep. the result they needed. I think this, the, the, I think the bottom five as it stands will be the bottom five all season. Wow. Can Col- are Colchester able to keep their noses above the bottom two? Yes, I don't think they'll do it in this game though, because I think Swindon will beat them comfortably 3 0. Yeah, I'm going, Graham, I'm going 3 0 Swindon as well. Um, I think Colchester will be in trouble. Uh, Crawley, Rochdale, Harrogate, Hartlepool, Colchester, mate, I, I don't think you, I think you're far off. I think there could be the, the bottom five for most I think, of the depending on who Crawley appoints and how much money they spend they in spend, January, yeah. I would say I would put an asterisk next to them. But yeah, Rochdale, Harrogate, Hartlepool, Colchester. I'm going to take Neil Harris's judging if he's doing a fine job there. So yeah, I am them for, um, and that's it for this week, Craig. I think we need to um, we need to do a little bit of a look over the vacant manager positions this week because there's that many of them. Craig. Yeah, we can't keep track of who's getting what job and who isn't. So we might have a little touch on that next week. Little, little um, managerial update. That's a good idea. Yeah, and give our opinion on who isn't because we expect that by the looks of it, it should be at least half a dozen new managers by next week. Looks that way. So we'll have a good weekend, Craig, and everyone listening. Yeah, have a good week. Well, have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye.